and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that 9 out of 10 doctors recommend. I'm Fufu Kalipuf, and this is level 166. Joining me tonight, as always, is RockerDude5012. He says, as always, like I'm always here. Don't count last week. See, I knew you guys were going to pick up on that. You After I said that, I went, ah, uh, darn it. And we also have Big L. Oh, Rocker Dude, you were definitely here last week, I remember. I did hear you in You the were definitely here. <laughs> you definitely made and a cameo. Goose goose. Just because we're all white here. <coughs> Whoa, you can't say that. <laughs> I mean, hey. I, didn't, I didn't see a Haizo, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about you. We didn't see him either, to be honest. I was. Yeah. I saw a Haizo. I listened to part of the podcast. The you know the the synced part. I was oh. I Bruh. I was Bruh. yelling Bruh. at at you guys for oh. something. That was a good patron question for good retro we last week, and uh, I think Koosh did like save it. He said something I would have said. So thank you, Koosh. But Koosh is here. Yeah, you're welcome. Not yet. I'm oh. not. <laughs> I I said and Koosh Moose. Oh, did you? I didn't hear that. Hey he, guys, I'm here. He didn't give him See, the. Illustrious introduction. Oh man, we are only because L talked over me. We're only five hundred episodes away from a special episode. (laughs) A very special episode. (laughs) A very special episode. Is that where we lock you in the freezer? Yes. So something opposite of the freezer. (laughs) Oh, something else happened over the past few days. Oh boy! Mm. Since my time away from the podcast, from the microphone, I've Uh been. Congrats on the sex. Have you been experimenting with PlayStation? No, no, not yet. Oh, okay. I, I okay. get into these shows and I start binging what I'm watching. It's been like this thing recently. And right now I'm into Hot Ones. You know, the interview show with the wings. Oh, goodness. I've never watched that before until, really? two, da- until two days ago. And now I'm. it's like the perfect one to pick and choose because I don't care about all of these celebrities. So I'm picking my favorites and going through them. And now I want nothing more than to do a, an entire podcast while doing this challenge. Yes. I mean, just for the wings. Yes. The hell's wrong with you? It it would be like, you could do it the way that we do this podcast, but I think that we should like meet up and do it in person. Oh my God. Yes. It'd be great. Like before the end of this show ever, before the white hot death of age one Oh one. We eat wings together. Okay. And also, I've learned from many episodes that the hottest sauce, the last dab sauce, is not really like, that's not the kicker. It's like two sauces before that. And now I want Devin to go back and do that one. Because I think like just doing one of the sauces is kind of like chickening out a little bit. You got to build up. It's about the journey. Okay. So, yeah. Speaking of last dab, I I join in with... Uh, Devin's extra life. If we get to a thousand dollars, I'll do the last dab as well. Hey, that and, reminds me. But I won't duck out after doing the last dab. I will do the last dab, and then I'll record the podcast. So you'll be able to see me suffer throughout the live show. Which is why the journey is so good because you can start. If we did the whole lineup, by the time we get to the last dab, it's like Brad Camp, and we're like firing them off. Pun intended. Dude, okay. <laughs> Hold up. How much How much is that set again? Maybe we can get ourselves a set. <laughs> Speaking of ducking, when are we going to see your dance? Yes. Uh, 
when I finally connect. Yeah, I this, will send you one if you can't find one. When Corey watches Princess Bride. That's happening. Soon. TM. Yeah, so I had actually never heard of the Hot Ones until I saw a parody of it on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Maya Rudolph played Beyonce on Hot Ones. So if you haven't seen that, Corey, you'll probably get a kick out of that now. Like, so, I, I, sh- I saw like a, a season on HBO and I've only like went into it because I just finished Workaholics and one of the people was on there as the first episode. So it drew me in. But apparently that season is random people. So you can find the rest of them on YouTube. And I did see like an SNL skit. So, okay. so wait, maybe YouTube maybe show that is now on HBO. Well, HBO picked up like True TV, and like apparently oh. they showed this on True TV, and I guess they just picked random ones. Oh, okay. So. Okay, so the sauce set is seventy five dollars. Jeez. So I don't think we're going to spend three hundred dollars on that. That's what I'm saying. Let, we meet up. All we make together. our own achievement <laughs> fest where we do a live podcast, hot one style. Where's the middle for us? I don't know. Ohio. As long as West we start Virginia. with Old Bay Wings, I'll take yes, mild. That's fine. Yes, that's yeah, I could destroy some Old Bay Wings. All right, you've also destroyed the uh, intro of the podcast. <laughs> the flow. <laughs> Welcome to Food Podcast once again. Mm. I mean, we haven't started a podcast of food talk in a while. It's been at least a week or two. <laughs> exactly. At least, it's been a while. It's 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 okay. This is America. We eat here, so we're allowed to talk food on our podcast. But fine, if we want to get into gaming, I guess we can start off with our topics of discussion. A uh, topic of discussion for this week is a question, which is: once I find, uh, how much does nostalgia play a part in the games you are currently playing? Whether it be a Switch title playing the nearest Mario, Pokemon, Zelda title, or a rather like a game that reminds you of games of yesteryear, does nostalgia prey on your current gaming habits? Um, so for me, the two two of the biggest games I've been playing the most, like the past month, besides the one game I'll talk about in a few, is Animal Crossing, which I've been playing since GameCube. And Halo, which I've been playing since Halo 1 on the original Xbox. So, as of late, it's been, I guess it's been playing a pretty big part. I'm really excited for um, Halo Infinite, so I've been playing a lot of Halo. So, just for fun or trying to get some of the little easy achievements I have less, left in the Master Chief collection. Just yeah. to get ready for it. So, those are two 20-year-old franchises that you've been playing. Yes. So, I mean, there is some nostalgia to it. I mean, Corey and I, we played um, uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy when that came out to see who could be the fastest and whatnot. So there's some nostalgia that, that goes into into my gaming. Uh, is, one, oh, go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, is it nostalgia, though, if you're playing Halo Infinity, Infinity, which is the next one and not just, you know, Halo 1? Well, I'm playing Halo's 1... Two, three, not four, and reach. I would, I would argue that sequels <laughs> count towards nostalgia and prey on your nostalgia. Absolutely, even brand new sequels. Yeah, that people may Game or may not three play is fourteen years old, out, even though there's offered. Yeah, 
Well, I, I'm I, I'm not playing Halo Infinite at all. Obviously, I'm not even I'm not even doing the hashtag the not a real betas. fan. I'm wait. I'm going in fresh. I cannot wait for that game. So, See the come 2022 <laughs> when it finally releases, I'm gonna play it. So you can wait. I think of this. Yeah, I think of nostalgia as playing like a remaster or a uh, previously unreleased or something, and not necessarily the next one in a series. Because that's me. That's a brand new game. That could have brand new mechanics. That's not nostalgia. That's that's an ongoing series. I mean, do you have nostalgia for Call of? Well, I guess you could. It's so old now. <laughs> I was gonna of say call, for Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Well, that's why I said retro uh, in some aspects. If you play Halo three, <laughs> Halo three is fourteen years old at this point, and so is Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty four. I say anything PS two, Xbox, and under that is considered retro. If you played oh, Animal Crossing on oh, GameCube twenty years ago, and you play it today, it's more or less the same thing. But now you can show it to your kids, and it's definitely nostalgia. Yeah, I, mean, I play a lot of Pocket Camp as well. That's the one on the phone. Nostalgia is the best part about being a parent. You can show your kids all your favorite stuff. Oh yeah, that's one of the things. I can't wait till Oliver gets older. So like a lot of these games that I've played, it's like, hey, you can play too. And we are lucky to have things like Disney Plus and all these streaming services. Speaking of nostalgia and streaming services, this past week, uh, I kind of introduced my daughter to Sonic the Hedgehog, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, from 1993, and she loves it. I think she's watched it more nice. than I did, because I don't remember watching that show as a kid. Uh, yes. See, I never watched that. I watched Sonic X. That's on uh, yeah, Paramount Plus, know. right? Uh, it's on Netflix, and then there's more on Paramount Plus. And you know who but the voice it, of, it, of uh, Sonic was? Uh, no. Oh, it was. Is it a wrestler? Chris Pratt was it? Chris Pratt. It was uh, Jaleel White. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I have no idea. Urkel, who that come is. on, Urkel, Urkel. Did I oh, really? That? Yes, yeah. Ding ding. Interesting. Yeah, he was the voice of Sonic. Anyways, oh. that, that kind of relates to what I played a little bit this past month with the Sonic games, trying to get into it, and then I ultimately came to the decision that. I have nostalgia for those games, but they just don't do it for me anymore. Uh, as sad as that is, but nostalgia for me definitely plays a role in what I buy. I won't say play because I buy more than I play these these days, but um, I, I certainly like my, you know, remaster. I think we all do. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't make them. Whether I play them or not is a different story. Like I said, uh, buying. Uh, come to before gaming uh for these and we had you know mario skeptical mario he says that he prefers the style of the nostalgia so he'll go for his pixel art platformers which i'm in that camp too i like those games uh but i don't think it's nostalgia that brings me to them personally um like it does him i i just think it's a beautiful art form uh it doesn't have to be 3d hyper realistic for me to enjoy it uh, but for him, he goes for that style for, of nostalgia. Uh, and obviously, genres that he uh, favored at that time as a kid as well. Uh, he'll, he'll go back and play those all the time uh, as well. Um, and then Chewy on Ice, he said that it doesn't completely dictate his gaming, uh, but it plays a big part in it. 
he says he picks things that interest him that do relate to his past, but he does like trying new things. Uh, again, I'm kind of all over the board. I will gravitate towards that. You'll see that in my coming real soon pick uh, for this week. Um, it's a game based on nostalgia. If you had none, you would not be playing it. Uh, but I'm always looking for the new things too, which is why I like indie games because they try new things that you haven't seen before. So uh, nostalgia is there for me, but it's not my driving factor. I don't pick up something just because I've played it before or that it reminds me about my childhood. I agree. If you're coming new soon, Peck. Oh yeah. I mean, real soon, Peck. <laughs> Definitely. What about you, El? Uh, let me read a couple of things from our wonderful patrons. Chesno says my first console was the PS2. So I'm not nostalgic for older stuff. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The PS2 is over 20 years old now, buddy. That's old. We old. Uh, you love. I don't uh, think th- that those type of games are old as well oh. as say Nintendo sixty four, Sega thirty two bit, maybe even PS one. PS two like is a weird era to start at. I think. Yeah, but if you started there, depends on the game. If you started there, then you could of course be nostalgic for that stuff twenty years later. Why not? Sure, I just think it's a little, well. I guess it's kind of biased because I don't know how exactly how where that he, happens. You know, was that? I think the PS2 holds up better than the PS1. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of games that came, <laughs> were on the PS2 that like so you would play today. <laughs> so like the you three platformers like Ratchet and right. Clank, Sly Cooper, Spyro. Those on the PS2 aren't terrible now. I mean, they're obviously dated. They're not terrible now, but any Anything that's th- that has 3D graphics on the PlayStation 1 is awful. Yeah, but in the PlayStation 2 era, a lot of those were sequels. And I think nostalgia probably harkens back to the originals, mostly. Jack and Dexter was new to PS2, Ratchet and Clank. Well, I'm just uh, thinking like Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, I do think GTA 3 came out and on PS2, and I think that you could probably yes. be nostalgic for that. That was kind of... More of a first of its kind. So I've played that probably about a year-ish ago. That's not awful going back to. Like, I don't think my nephews who played GTA 5 would ever want to play GTA 3. Like, going back to it, they they would have a horrible time. But, like, if we went back to it, we would be fine with it. I don't know. I loaded up San Andreas, and it was just horrible. There there were three polygons. I don't Uh, know. Because they're making, they're coming out with the remasters, right? The well, hopefully they'll get five polygons. But it was, well, it was, it was ugly. I, I plan on getting that just for nostalgia. Oh, it's the, um, ugly. If you boot it up to San Andreas, that's a phone port, so that's notably bad. But I do agree with your point. Like, if you play Vice City, you know, you touch the water, you die. You turn the wrong way on the bike, yeah. you die. But then people played GTA 4, which was notably better, but everyone thought it sucked. So I don't know. I think people just sometimes just think the new thing sucks and they go with what they grew up with. Like, a- Well, the art from back then and the 3D graphics back then are awful now. But like the actual gameplay is not awful. It's not good, but it's not awful. I think that's, I think that's your opinion on the art style. I don't, some of those things I don't think were bad or even are bad today. 
No, I mean, that definitely also varies. I was waiting for a how dare you from Koosh, but... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to remember <laughs> I mean, back to the PlayStation. Polygons are all like, terrible. I'm trying to remember a game on the PlayStation 1 that was just amazing that I would still want... I mean, obviously Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII. VII. <laughs> obviously. No, no, not the game, the cutscenes. Oh, <laughs> cutscenes, which were full motion video. Uh, so, I could... Would you... include? You say cutscenes. Would you be okay with like an opening video where like it's just CGI and like yeah? Because if you look up Tekken three, oh that's, gosh, Tekken was so good. Look up, <laughs> look, go on YouTube, look up the Tekken three opening video. You, Considering that game is like twenty, almost twenty five years old, that actually is not terrible. The way it looks. You played Tekken I mean, just was... to get the 30 second endings that were all the CGI. Yes, exactly. you played Tekken. <laughs> the weird shower, the weird funny stuff, mm-hmm. the weird. Yeah. That was that was why you played the same things over and over and over again. So to finish what uh, Chesno was saying, it just it, right. it is odd to to have someone that grew up playing PS2, and he said his childhood was playing the 360, but he played uh, Voodoo Vince and. Corey's favorite game, uh, Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. <laughs> so, yeah. That one, Nostalgia, was not my friend on. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, and we have Mr. Ahizo, last week's guest. who did a great job, except for cutting off Kenny before he even talked. Um, <laughs> he said, Nostalgia can definitely bring me to a game I might not I have played you. otherwise <laughs> and can make it more fun for me. Uh, he says, I try to acknowledge, though, when a game doesn't necessarily hold up well, but still brings back good memories. I wouldn't call a game better than it is because of it, but it doesn't make it better specifically for me. So he didn't name any games specifically, but I know that he recently went through Mass Effect Trilogy, Halo Master Chief Collection. To me, playing through those games again are, is just, it's it's nostalgia. And it's liking... Well, there's, there's definitely nostalgia with some of those things. Of there's one thing to play it again. There's another to play it again with achievements. There's a ton of sure. games I would play again, but that's kind of a waste of my time. Yeah, but you, you know, do stacks and stuff, be so... Eh, I do get what you're saying. Achievements is its own ball of wax. I think if there wasn't achievements... I probably wouldn't play as many Red Alika games. I'd probably fire up the old emulator and play the old classics or or the Switch uh, Virtual Console instead. I'd lie to myself and say that I'm going to play them, and then I don't. <laughs> like, they just, you know, they announced the uh, N64 on the uh, Nintendo Switch service online. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've never played that. What is it, Majora's Mask? Like, maybe now's the time. You should but, play Ocarina eh, of Time. Am I really? Absolutely. I can't. I can't wait till they add the GameCube, and then I'll actually care about Nintendo Online. They're adding Pokemon Snap. I'm going to try to use it as a precursor, see if my kids would like the new one. Uh, I You can't invert I the controls on owned, that. <laughs> Maybe you can now. I never owned or played an N64, really, so I have no nostalgia for that. My nostalgia for Nintendo starts at the Game Boy. I have like Game Boy's pretty little old. to no nostalgia for N- for the NES. I've never played a, an SNES. Oh wow! Yeah, Nintendo basically was non-existent in my childhood. It was all just yeah, right. PlayStation and Xbox. You're, you're also fourteen, so 
This happens. That explains why you like Halo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nostalgia yeah. Cortana. Nostalgia just drives everything I do, personally. I still enjoy all the stuff I did when I was younger. Playing single-player games with Every- other people. <laughs> <laughs> but like even like if you go in your car and play music, you're probably not going to play something that came out in the last couple of years. You're going to probably play something from the 90s or the 2000s. Says you. Uh, I'm, I'm a millennial. For new music. So I'm on podcast. Yeah, I played something <laughs> that came out last week. <laughs> That's a podcast. Our podcast. All right. Well, <laughs> yes. if you were to listen to music, you listen to new stuff, Kenny. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably 50 percent of what I listen to is new. That's cool. You like learning new stuff, new music, but not playing games from before you were born. I understand. Because mm-hmm. old games are bad. Oh. I mean, if we're going to talk about nostalgia, two of the three lock screens that I have on my phone is Power Rangers. So. Two of the three. Two. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Power Rangers is a good example. It's awful, but you loved it as a kid, so it's like comfort food for you. Just like That's when... True. Just like when Corey watches The Office, and then when he's done watching The Office, he immediately watches The Office again because it's comfort food, and it's it's, it's the perfect thing easy. to go to sleep to. It's installed. <laughs> you don't have to pay attention. That's because The Office is boring the office, and it puts you to sleep. The Office has a bunch That's of intricacies true. that you probably don't get. I fall asleep to movies I want to watch. If it's late enough, I yeah. it will not keep me up to watch it. I'll just you know. I'll just Once you have it kids, that's it. Find my spot. You old. See, that's my wife can't YouTube go to sleep if she's watching something new, but I I can. So I put on short stuff that I've seen before. I put on fights. <laughs> you you go to sleep dreaming about half naked men. Got you. Punch. All right. Punch enough about half naked men. men. Did Kush ever give his answer? I did not. Thanks for yeah, asking. I don't think so. <laughs> Please uh, do. First, that like rabbit trailed. <laughs> I'd like to give OM Jesus' answer first. Uh, she says, nostalgia definitely impacts not only what I play, but how I play it. If a game gives me a sense of nostalgia, I'm more inclined to take my time with it than to see how quickly I can get through it. Uh, I think that's true. Good answer. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, Wild West 08 says, I would say nostalgia plays a little bit into my gaming habits. I make the choice to get remasters of the games I really love. I just finished the Ezio collection and had a blast revisiting my favorite era of Assassin's Creed games. See? As far as going back to play older games I love, in my dream of not having to adult, I wish I could go back, <laughs> but I don't have the time. I feel that. See, those yeah, Assassin's everyone... Creed games are not that old. But um, the originals? Some of them are kind of old. L, go on Bing right now and type in, when did Assassin's Creed come out? Get them it's Bing probably points. Like but you were arguing right? that... But if you're arguing the PS2 is not nostalgia, then Assassin's Creed. Yeah, no, no, L's right. Yeah, I don't think they came out to the 360. It's hard yeah. to say that you can be nostalgic for those. But Assassin's at the same Creed time, came out in 2007. That's 14 years ago. It's a teenager. It's almost <laughs> about to get worse. Well, thanks for asking again. Corey nailed it. <laughs> uh, I mostly buy games these days. I play some. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, most of it is fine. So does nostalgia dictate what I play? Absolutely not until it does. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> like games that mimic old games really well. And I, I was sort of thinking about this and I was thinking, okay, well, you know, there's like two types of nostalgia, at least for me, there's like brand nostalgia. So it's like, okay. Um, 
you know, they're going to re-release uh, Blaster Master. They're going to release this Castlevania collection. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. an exact brand. It's the exact series. I'm going to buy it and then maybe, maybe I'll install it. Um, <laughs> and then there's game style nostalgia. So games like Cyber Shadow. Well, that plays like an NES game. And yeah, I played it and I loved it. And, you know, I put other things to the side so I could play that immediately you know, for the first three levels. Uh, then The Messenger, you know, a game like that, that's also like an NES style. I played that really hardcore for about 80% of the game and then got distracted by something shiny, but that's just me. Uh, Mummy Demastered plays just like an, you know, Super Nintendo game, plays like Super Metroid. Um, and yeah, I, I love that, you know. So these games capture my attention and um, they do a really good job of it. They also capture my wallet's attention uh, and I will huh. eventually get back to them. I'm trying to think of, you know, I was going through my gaming history uh, just recently, the past month or so, and, yeah, they don't really dictate what I play. What what dictates what I play is what is leaving Game Pass um, mm. or what's good for a contest. Uh, mm. But as far as, you know, what I buy, closures. Yes, yeah, what I play, every now and then it does, but not, not my day-to-day. So I just binged when does something become <laughs> retro? And Wikipedia Wikipedia describes retro style as blah 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 blah. It generally implies it. a vintage of at least fifteen or twenty years. So okay, it's so not fine. Halo Three and Assassin's Creed isn't retro yet. We'll table this for a year and then it'll be retro. Do they cuff their jeans? Uh, yeah, uh, play them. Uh, nobody got it. Okay, Jenko, Jenko, Jenko. So our last patron, a Rootsurrect directory said he loves the idea of going back and playing all the old games he played when he was younger, and even the early 360 days had some games he'd love to go back to and experience again. Realistically, though, he'll never go back and play them. Oh, come on. Because there's no Games nowadays, for the most part, are just better? I don't know. <laughs> They're more plentiful. Uh, if there's a remaster... He's not with playing the, new, the same games we are. If there's a remaster with new achievements, a la Diablo 2, sure, I'll probably get it. Interesting. He mentioned Diablo 2... And Skeptical Mario also mentioned Diablo 2. Oh, but he says he's more excited about what's to come rather than what's happened. And I'm pretty sure in the Discord he said, or someone said, that it's kind of slow and clunky now compared to the new ones. So sometimes it's hard to go back to those old games with the quality of life improvements also nowadays. It can be, but... Tank controls. Nostalgia doesn't care. All right. At least when you come to buying. All right. Thank you to right. a big, I mean, Anonymous for that great question. Um, the <laughs> Anani Mouse. Anani Mouse. Anani Mouse. You guys did us proud. That was patrons. Fun. Thank you for all your feedback and conversation today in the Discord channel of the Patron Discord channel. Yes. That was a fun discussion. But on to other news. Uh-oh. Smirnov has hit the big... Three million gamer score. Holy cow. First three million in history. In the world. That in America. Is a oh, ridiculous achievement. Yes, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Stallion eighty three was the first to one million. And then and it got competitive. Uh Smirnoff's playstyle was different in which he likes to go for completions as well. So he wrote a blog about his milestone. He hit 1 million on August 30th, 2014 with Victory and Sacrifice in Diablo 3. 
two million in December 2018 with Can't Stop, Won't Stop in Fable Fortune. And three million on September 24th with Zeus in At Sundown, Shots in the Dark. And that is because his dog, Zeus, uh, passed away a couple weeks ago. So he got that achievement in honor of his dog. Um, So congratulations and condolences as well uh, to Smirnoff. But I guess Can't Stop, Won't Stop was accurate because his blog says he is going to stop or at least slow down and play games he wants to play. Um, he tried to get 3,000 completions with the 3 million, but something was wonky with Xbox, so it wasn't quite at the same time. Something wasn't counting one way or another. So the next day on TA, it showed up, the 3,000th completion. And now he's already up to 3,005, so... We'll see what he continues to do. We need to we need to try to get him on the podcast. I don't know if Canadians are allowed, but we'll see what we can do. Well, you know, when one door closes, a window opens. And when he oh, did yeah. that, you, my friend, jumped up a place on the streak leaderboard. Oh. I because did. Smirnov decided to end his 10 and a half year streak. I believe it was over was crazy. 30, 600 days. Oh, wow. I thought you were talking about That's... a door opening for another one of our community members to surpass well, him. Tomato, tomato, because as you mentioned in his blog post uh, that he wrote, he uh, he mentioned uh, Redemption Denied. Mm-hmm. Been on the podcast a couple times and uh, always in Discord. He is the runner-up, and Stallion has called him to be the new leader uh, in due time. Yes. And by stallion, you mean Smirnoff. But yes, absolutely. I did not say stallion, did I? You did. Oh, well, well they got, you know, S's. This, you know, SS Enterprise or something. Tomato, tomato. Wait. Who says tomato anyway? The British? I am crazy Brits. And British children? I, I put a U in there. Tomato. Daddy. Mommy. Daddy. Can I have a tomato? <laughs> <laughs> Mato with the queen. What are you saying? I don't know. Does anybody know how many uh, games are on TA? Least three thousand. <laughs> Smirnoff has three thousand complete. So I'm wondering how many more does he have? Is there? I mean, obviously Probably. he can't complete them all because I can't imagine he has all the ones done that has like the discontinues no. in them, but. I don't. It, did any of you guys I mean, think that three thousand completions sounds low? Like I would have thought he would have had more. Yes. Just for when I compare that to three million, you know. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought he had more as well. I mean, when I go to the full Xbox games list, it has eighty-three uh, pages. And there's 50 a page, and that comes up to 4,150. Well, what's interesting... So I don't know if that actually is the correct total, but if that is, many? he has 3,000 of 4,150, and that is hmm. bonkers. 
He has almost three quarters of it's gotta be more Xbox than complete. Because three thousand times one thousand is three million, so yeah, if every game yeah, was... I think that's your pages. There's definitely more than fifty on my page. I think <laughs> you counted wrong. <laughs> yeah, well no, I think I that's said, a setting, isn't it? No, there's fifty games per page. No, there's not. There's way more. There is probably a setting. But he said eighty three. If you're looking at the last page, that's, that's a short page. Okay, yeah, it is. I honestly <laughs> I just saw the eighty three. This isn't a math podcast, everybody. This is a food podcast, and sometimes we talk about games with achievements. But no math. Relating to food. Yes. I like, do any of you know how to figure that number out real fast? You also have to take away the apps, you know, that don't give Mm. gamer score. It's a lot of games. Okay, whatever. There's over 4,000. He's got like three quarters of the Xbox library complete. That's a lot of games. That is that's that is an insane achievement, right? In and of itself, that he has that much done. But anyway, good job, Smirnov, and can't wait to see what Redemption Denied get, has for us next. Because right, it won't go, be much longer. Uh, he has three thousand seven hundred and seventeen games played, and forty five. Hundred plus in his collection. <laughs> okay. So, so, but that's still if you just count played three thousand six completions out of three thousand seven hundred and seventeen played. Pretty pretty good. Yeah. Part of what he talks about in his blog is how games are just too darn easy now. Does actually drove him away. I guess that could be its own podcast on another day, but it is interesting. Oh, I think uh, I mean, tw- <laughs> Redemption made a comment to the effect of like, hey, he says, uh, maybe one day I'll quit too for that reason. He goes, nah, I'm probably going to try to be the first to a billion. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a fun comment. All the way. Well, is that a like, uh, give it like three years and you'll probably get there. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you see, he's going to be like in an old folks home trying to get to a billion. <laughs> it won't take that long. No, we're definitely going. not. <laughs> I mean, Stallion hit a million in 2014. <laughs> then he hit two million in 2018. And now Smirnov hit three million in 2021. So definitely progressively easier. Yep. But let's talk about some other games let's get into the game showcase uh nate we haven't you've been kind of quiet so let's go let's start with you Mm, yes so i played a surprise uh game pass game flame son of crimson (gasps) double surprise it it. maybe was a vayner or people thought it could be a vayner because they said it was a vayner and i don't know you'd be the judge um so in this game um you play as Flynn, and you have special crimson powers. So passed down from your uh, your family, apparently. You get the ability to channel this crimson energy, and you use that to uh, basically create uh, like a crimson sword for fast attacks. And Eventually, you learn how to uh, get an axe, a crimson axe, which is you know slower but stronger, and it you know, has different properties, like you can... Uh, smash down crystals, crystal uh, barriers that your sword couldn't do. 
So, you know, that's kind of a, <clears throat> a power or a progression gating, which is a hallmark of uh, Metroidvanias. Uh, you, um, you also get projectiles, so you can shoot like crimson bursts or crimson blasts. And if you uh, hold the, uh, that uh, casting button down longer, you can have a bigger blast that goes out. And you also get the ability to get a freeze version of that. And I think, I think there's one or two other types as well. I think you get like a burning one um, and a, uh, an electric one. So I haven't gotten that far into the game. I'm about, I would say I'm three area boards in. So each area can have multiple nodes on the map that you can go to. So multiple levels. So I've gotten to, let's, you know, three different, um, basically screens of those that you can get to. I just cracked into one, uh, not too long ago. Uh, there is backtracking. It doesn't seem like it at first. The first couple levels are very linear. Uh, you don't really see anything that you can't get to. Um, but slowly you start to see little areas that um, maybe have like a, a wall jump or a wall climb path through either that or you have to get up above and drop down. You're not really sure. Uh, you see these crystal walls that you at first can't do anything with. And, but very quickly you pick up. I shouldn't say very quickly. It takes an hour or two uh, before you start picking up the ability to smash down those walls and get through there. Uh, to progress further on in the story, you may have other things locked behind them in other areas. I haven't quite gotten to that point yet. Um, you're finding trinkets throughout the levels. There's one, um, I don't think it's on every level, but they're kind of dispersed. And when you uh, get those, you can sell them to a vendor and he'll give you a bunch of currency that you can then use to buy skills. Now you can put those skills towards your skill tree. So you have this kind of crazy skill tree that you can uh, increase your specific attacks. You can increase your health. You can increase your, um, your ability to heal yourself. You have like a mana gauge that fills up when you destroy these green crystals and you can then cast a heal spell. Uh, and then you can, you know, smash more of these crystals and get the ability to heal yourself a couple times throughout a fight. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and when it comes to the achievements, uh, they are mostly for progression, for killing bosses. Um, then, there, of course, there's your typical ones for, you know, getting all the things. So getting all the relics, selling them and then learning or buying every skill. Uh, and then there are a couple achievements for doing different skills, like doing a combo that starts with an uppercut and then doing every type of thing in the air that you can for like an air juggle um, or doing like a full powered smash down uh, and the combat in this. So it has a lot of moves. The developer was really into and, and, and they really wanted to get a fast, fluid combat going. Now, I currently only have two weapons and I have a couple skills for those weapons. So I haven't really seen the ability to switch around too much. I just got to that point where I can switch between the sword and the ax mid combo. One of the things I didn't like about the game was the default control scheme. Um, I think dash is on a B I think dash is on the B button and they have a lot of jumps where you have to like get right to the edge, the very, very edge of a ledge dash and then jump and then grab this other ledge. And if you, if you're off by just a little bit, you won't make that jump. And that's really hard for me to do with the B button. So I actually switched that around to make, you know, as always, I feel that dash should be on the R bump. Uh, so I was, you know, R bumping and I was making jumps that I was having difficulty with uh, later, but 
you can you know dash through enemies to dodge their attacks and then like you know, hit them with the sword from behind or some enemies will be coated with crystal and your sword does nothing to them and you have to first get in an axe strike to smash the crystal and then attack them so there's a lot of variety to the combat which i love you know i, I love games where they have fast fluid combat like this especially when it's 2d um so yeah, I mean, this, this game really called out to me. I haven't been hooked on it. I've been distracted by other things, like uh, things going away this month have kind of distracted me from this game. But I went back to it today, and um, I had the feeling, I guess a little bit of time kind of helped me to like think about, okay, well, is this a Vayner? Is this a Metroidvania? And I think it's not really a Metroidvania, but I think it's as much of a Metroidvania as the Shantae games are. Um, it's very much like a Shantae game. Uh, just the different movesets you have, the, the backtracking is very similar. The level select is very similar. You know, it can be kind of a linear progression. Um, although you, you know, you can re revisit these places, but when you do, you always start at the left and you kind of work your way to the right. So it's very much a Shantae style, uh, Metroidvania so far. Mm. Now, like I said, is I any of it required? It. Do you have to go back? Um, I don't know yet. I, I yeah. really, I haven't been forced to go back and do that. Like, I know that the, some, the level um, select kills it for me. I just, I can't do it. Well, not, not with, you know, being a Vayner. Right. Well, like, like I said, if, if you think that Shantae is a Vayner or some of the, some of the Shantae games are Vayners, this has a lot of similarity to those, even in the art style, in the movement. Uh, and just kind of like the um, the map system. To me, I, I was just like, wow, this is really a whole lot like those middle uh, Shantae games. I mean, speaking of nostalgia, this game is aesthetically <laughs> nostalgia, right? Oh, absolutely. Look, yeah, it plays like a, like a Nintendo game. Maybe even, I wouldn't say an N64, maybe like an uh, SNES, so a Super Nintendo. Yeah. It feels a little bit like that. Um, it's kind of in That's between. definitely a retro game. Yeah, it's kind of between the Nintendo, uh, I would say, like, level design with, like, the Super Nintendo graphics. Yeah, I only dived it, but the game looks great. Uh, the combat seemed, you know, good. Um, I would definitely not done with it, but it'll probably be one that I'll just go back to at the <laughs> when they tell me it's leaving Game Pass. You know, nothing yeah. that I need to go to right now. <laughs> and what's going to make that easy, unfortunately, is the accessibility option. There's an accessibility option that will allow you to take no damage. Um, well, so now Corey will play it. That would make hey, the game hey. so boring, I think. Like, <laughs> I mean, and that's for some people. Sure, go for it. I mean, I did that with Iconfall, right? I went through and I turned on, in order to get that done in the month, I turned on, like, I can win with my win button every combat with, like, one or two presses of a button. Um, but for this game, because of, you know, the, the type of game it is and, you know, how difficult the normal version of it is, like I, I wouldn't want to turn that on. It just it would it would really sap all the fun out of the game for me. I think you should play a little farther. I think you'll your opinion might change if you get a little bit farther in. Like you're on the first board, I assume. Um, first, first board two of levels. or three. Yeah, yeah, definitely the first like set you know hub of levels, whatever that is. Okay, yeah. So by the time you get to the second, like the. I would say actually even to the third like big board, like the second big board, I was like, okay, well there, I can tell that there are branching paths, you know, each level will tell you, you know, if there's multiple exits. 
Um, by the time you get to like the third board of levels, um, you start to, I started to get that feel like, okay, well, maybe, maybe this has some Vayner tendencies. It's, it's clearly not a Metroidvania, you know, through and through, but it yeah. might have enough that you could justify it. I, I still haven't got to the point where I've said yes or no. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played those Shantae games that aren't labeled as Vayner's and the ones that are definitely are that, you know, they have a mapping system and things like that. But the whole level select, I just think like multiple exits. I'm like, that's just Super Mario World. That's not a Vayner. <laughs> well, which that one you can just get power ups, you know, in random levels. But yeah, Metroidvania ness aside, I'm enjoying the game. It is a fun game for what it is. The combat looks like it's going to be really rewarding um, the farther you go in. So yeah, I like it. All That's right. Flame Son of Crimson. In Laxlin. All right. Um, L, you've got multiple games as usual, so why don't you go ahead and talk about one now? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to bang them out real quick. Just what to- she said? There it is. Boiling. I uh, just wanted to quickly talk about uh, a couple games. Ultra had to mention, which... Uh, Vulgar did a review back in the day uh, saying it was one of his favorite games of all time. No, he hated it. Just wanted to quickly say that I guess going in with really bad expectations made me not hate the game. Uh, Basically, you go around collecting hats and whatever hat you're wearing, you can pass by whatever statue thing is wearing the same hat. Um, But the annoying part is the sound effects. Whenever you are not wearing that hat, the statue punches you and it goes pow, pow, pow. Over and over and over. Um, so I did as much as of that one as I could without a guide and then used a guide to wrap it up. Um, the next game I wanted to talk about is Trails and Traces, the Tomb of Thomas II, which is quite a tongue twister. That one falls into the category of super nostalgia. It is a 90s point and click style game, um, which Radalika, I guess, is... Uh, Doing a lot of lately. Um, but this one in particular is great because the achievement list has no missables, so you could just play. And I did not use a guide for this game. It was very easy and it was very short. With a guide, it's like 20 to 30 minutes. Without a guide, it was maybe an hour, hour and a half tops. TA says you spent 10 hours. <laughs> does Listen. Really? Yes, Listen. It does. I was stuck. No. <laughs> Uh, why does it do that? I guess just because I leave I it on. That does it. It's probably I, l- I, left suspended. I swear, if it took me ten hours, I would admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I would make fun of myself. You don't need to admit it, Corey. Will for you. I know he would. Um, that one, I you know, it's it's like guard duty. It's fully voice acted, also. So, um, that always surprises me. Um, very surprising the main game i wanted to talk about is one that kush has already talked about so i apologize but uh it actually meant a lot to me um which was omno it meant a lot to me because i played it with my son tyler and we basically just traded the controller back and forth and we had a real good time with it um cool so it's on game pass so i would get it while the getting's good it is not a hard game the levels actually got easier as we went on, which, and the last couple of levels we were like, 
that's it. That's it. Basically, it's kind of like, uh, what's the game? Um, rhyme. Basically, just go around and, and you traverse the map. There's a lot of uh, what Tyler likes to call parkour. It's a parkour section. So you jump around. You parkour. jump around and you dash and you you shimmy and you climb. And you try to get the balls to leave the area. He was he would call them O's for some reason, just to be funny. Because whenever I said you have to get balls, he says, Dad, that's sus. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't call them balls. Um but it's very satisfying. The most satisfying part of the game is that you gain different powers throughout the game. So you get the ability to dash, the ability to teleport. And as you play, the puzzles will start containing all of these elements. And it's just a blast to... The last couple levels are just great. You're doing all the different things that you've learned throughout the game. And the game is just gorgeous. The music is amazing. It was just a good time, so... I wanted to talk about a non-rattle like a game, and this was a good one to talk about. So I wholeheartedly recommend Omno for anyone who cool. hasn't played it. I remember Kush being a little down on it. I wanted to to put a, a positive spin on it. We really enjoyed it. I heard a couple of people didn't really enjoy the game that much. So let me ask you this. Um, have you been getting 100% completion in every level as you've been going? Well, I didn't even get to the achievements yet. Um so we, we finished the game, we completed it, and we made sure to get 100% before leaving uh, the levels. I did read some people having issues with that, but it's the type of thing we would have done anyway. Um, there are two, three, four or so achievements that are level-specific, so you go in knowing those ones, you're, you're good to go. There is a chapter select, but one or two levels compromises a, a like a chapter so if you miss something you would have to go back and redo some stuff uh, there's one creature that we missed but the solution for 100% said oh yeah if you miss this one it's available at the end and sure enough it was uh, did you have issues with that Nate that soured you on it I'm trying to remember. No, um, there was just at the time that I was playing it. So right when it came out, there was something in the solution or the comments for the game that said that if you used chapter select to go back, you wouldn't get the 100% completion achievement. So if, let's say you, you did every level, but the very first level, you didn't realize that you could get 100%. So you went back and played the first level while you were on the third level and then then continued on. That would at that time it would have voided the 100% completion, and you'd have to play the game all over again from the very beginning, getting 100% level per level before moving on. Um, yeah, I was, was going to ask you, have you been getting the 100%? If, if, and if you haven't, how do you feel about a complete second playthrough? If, yeah, we I can't confirm that that's the case, but I did see a couple of people say that, and if that is true, that's pretty poor design. Or whatever you want to call it, that's just pretty bad. Would I have gone through a second time? Probably. You know, we took our time with it. We played a level here, a level there. We never played more than one or two levels at a time. Well, you have to remember this is one developer, so absolutely, that worked one on dude for five years. One guy, and then the guy that did the music. Um, you get the final achievement actually before you 
beats of the game. But you can just do a quick thing and see the ending. Which is another kind of... I don't want to say anything. It's like an ambiguous type of ending. Same way Tourist was. It was like two games in a row we played together. That was like a kind of a weird ending. But if there was a sequel, I wouldn't be mad. It didn't overstay its welcome. And I liked it. How long was it? I guess it, it, it probably took, I don't know, five or six hours, maybe. TA oh, says three bad. to four, but these people are probably watching videos and going along with it. And that just defeats the purpose. There was one collectible that I took me forever to find. It was one of the glyphs that was right in the beginning of the level that I just walked by. So I had to, I admittedly watch a video to find it. But other than that, it was pretty smooth sailing. Cheater face. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'm going to go next with the game. How about you, Kenny? <clears throat> ah, thanks. So, this past week, I finally finished Dishonored. Nice. Now, I started talking about this game, I think back in July is when I started it. And it kind of got to the point where I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't much like the game, and I just kind of dropped it. I got distracted by other things. And then when I wanted to go back, I didn't really want to. But I'm like, you know what? Let's finish it. That way, I can uninstall. Let's just finish the stupid game. So I picked it back up, and like I said, I finished, I rolled credits, all that. I, I have no uh, no desire to complete this game, although the achievement list is actually pretty cool with all the different ways that they want you to complete the game uh, throughout multiple playthroughs. The game I thought was kind of meh. Like... If I remember correctly, I know Corey, you liked it. Nate, I believe you liked it as well. And L, you didn't play it. No, stealth isn't really my thing. But I would check it out if you tell me to. You don't have to be stealthy, though. Yeah, you do. So that—that's the thing about the game. See, I—it's a stealth game. I enjoy stealth games, and I try to be as stealthy as possible. Um. The game, all in all, like the story and the characters, I thought was bad. It was just a generic game. The twist, like you could see it coming a mile away. Six months down the road, I probably will not remember any of these characters. I'll probably won't remember any of the story. It's just nothing to me. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I know your miles may vary, and I've heard a lot of people really, 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 really like this Who's game. Who's the lead character, Corey? There we go. Let's go ahead. The, the spoiler. <laughs> spoiler, I can't tell you. All right. <laughs> Good save. Good save. But yeah, the story is just, it's just generic. It's just nothing. I just, I, I don't get what people loved about the story or the characters. There's literally no way I'm going to remember any of their names six months from now. So needless to however, say, Oh, sorry, go ahead. However, the gameplay though was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. The, the stealth in the game is very, very good. The level design is very good with, um, and 
being able to try to, you know, parkour your way around the, the levels and you have the different abilities. Although, honestly, I only ever really use the, what was it called? The dark vision, I think it was called, and blink. Blink is amazing. It's like a short range teleport if you haven't played. Trying to sneak your way through and try not to be noticed and get through the level is so much fun. I really, really enjoy that. It's just all the story crap that honestly just kind of dragged it down. Speaking of, you still have story-related unmissable achievements. You're not done. Huh? You're not done. I'm not? No. This is the definitive edition. It has 1,640 game score. I think there was some DLC that this includes, and I don't think that you've played it. I think it's DLC. Uh, needless to say, you have story-related achievements left <laughs> to unlock. A few of them. I ha- I literally have an achievement unlocked that says you completed the game. Yeah, but there's other stuff that they added. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Now I'm confused. Is this like a Red Dead Redemption kind of a thing where, like, no, I saw credits. I right? I think they they added content. And in the definitive edition, it's already there, and it's probably in a menu that you missed or something. Is my guess. All right, you're gonna make me download this whole thing just to see what it is. Okay, I guess I'll download it if I have. All right, so actually, I don't think I've uninstalled. Does it. this mean that you're that. not even going to try the second one or the side the spinoff? So, I enjoyed this game enough. I think I'm gonna give the second one a try. I'm at least going to give it a try. I know that I know the main character of the of the second one. Um, I've listened to enough, enough video of game podcasts that that's been said. So I kind of think I think I have an idea of where it's going to go. Um, but yeah, I like I enjoyed the gameplay enough to at least want to warrant a try at the second one. You know what? And like I said, there's no way I'm going to complete these games. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't play them to complete them. And then you're just going to hate yourself. L- let's do this. October's booked. November, me and you, let's do Dishonored 2. I have not done it. You haven't played it no. at all? Okay. Yeah, November we'll play it. Uh, someone's going to have to remind us. There's no way I'm going to remember it. Oh, well. I'm yeah. sure you'll talk about Dishonored for the next four weeks, so it'll be on our minds. No. It's on xCloud, so I'm opening uh, it now. Oh, see, that this is why we have Kushir. He's the smart mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about xCloud. But yeah, like, and I really enjoyed, uh, or I really like the idea that the more you kill, the harder the game, in a way, gets because of the, I think they were called stalkers, the pe- like the zombie people that were infected. Whatever the infected term was, I forget what the, forget it already. Like the more you killed, it created more chaos in the game, and the more chaos made them stronger. And I think it also started to give them more abilities, or at least I assume. I was always in in high chaos. I there was no not a chance I was completing this game in low chaos. Oh yeah, like once your one person spots you, it's like okay, everybody has to die now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I try to go as far as possible and do as much as I can without being seen but as soon as someone rings that bell everybody has to die so from the main menu and, and Saucy's actually inviting me to join a party 
Uh, so from the main menu, <laughs> if you go to downloadable content, uh, you can see the Dunwall City Trials, uh, the Knife of Dunwall, and the Bridgemore Witches. So hopefully none of that's yes. a spoiler. It's just the titles. But uh, you can get to these three pieces Not of content really. from the uh, main menu, and I'm guessing two of them are story-based. But, yeah, play uh, those, bud. Yeah. There's achievements. It's on xCloud, so you don't even have to download it. All right, I guess I'll try that. So there you go. That's what you can talk about next week. But could you imagine ki- going through the entire game without killing anybody? Crazy. So when it got to the point, for the most part, yes. But then once it kind of got to that twist and you started to face the enemies that also had the special power, spoilers, I guess, whatever. Um, At that point, I went, I don't know how you're supposed to do this without killing. I There's some... And, and also the last level, it got to the point where I could not figure out where to go. And I just, I got tired of being stealthy. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just going one man army. And I would just run out into the open, shoot someone with the pistol, and then just stab a water down to get the insta kills. Because I just, I could not figure out where to go and I couldn't continue being stealthy. Yeah. This one, I mean, it is a pretty good game. It's a solid, like, two and a half, three stars. Wow, TA has a 4.3 star side. So I know I'm in the minority on this one. Yeah, I think hey, it was we, we may star. have to discuss how stars work. You're a dishonorable mention. <laughs> Might be next week's question. How does a five star rating system work? <laughs> is two and a half, three a good game? Um, there's Yeah, we're not going to discuss that. Five now. is good. Anything Awu plays is a 0.5. And then everything else is just in the <laughs> middle. That's completely wrong. All right. Well, let's get on to our final game. Corey, what game have you been playing? All right. So I've been playing a game that Kush talked about back in the summer demo fest. I think he might have streamed it, too. Uh, It's coming out. It will be out by the time you hear this, but it's not out right now. And it's called A Juggler's Tale. Now, this is labeled as a 3D side-scroller action-adventure, I guess. Uh, It's really... To me, it's like two and a half D. It's like a three D. Like they are three D, but you don't really navigate the space like that. Um, regardless, though, it's a left to right adventure game. So, uh, and it has puzzle elements. So think Limbo or Little Nightmares. Uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, the whole game takes place in a medieval puppet theater, uh, and the sounds, the environment, the voice work that you hear, all of that matches that aesthetic. Um, really like the voice work actually. Uh, and the story is short. You can probably get through the game, I, I guess in two to three hours, depending on how fast you solve some of these puzzles. Um, I think I played it probably like four hours total to get all of the achievements, which I'm guessing, uh, at what the achievements are. There's only one website that displays them right now is exophase. Uh, there's no list on TA. It's the list is embargoed, so even on Xbox I can't see it. Uh, they pop, but I can't review them. So I think I have the first completion. We'll see once the list rolls into TA. Um, but uh, to play the game and do all the miscellaneous achievements, I think took me about four hours. I'm completely blind because it's a brand new game. There's no videos out there yet. Um, I, can, I imagine it will probably be like a two-hour game or shorter once you have all those people who make guides out there. Um, 
So throughout the experience, I never really struggled on a puzzle. Um, not for too long, at least. And like there was one that I accidentally brute forced my way into. So I don't know how long I would have struggled. Uh, but you had to do something on like the left side of the screen. And I wasn't kind of catching that in the few minutes I was at that section. And you had to get past this guy who was kind of guarding um, this one little part. And I got past him enough, but he still caught me. And it triggered me back at a checkpoint that was right after that. So like, it put me in something that I was not in, and I just made it. So other than that, um, the puzzles were pretty easy. I would actually recommend, if you play this game, which I have no indications that it's going to be on Game Pass, or I don't even know how much it's going to cost at this point. Uh, but if you could pick it up for you know a decent amount, then I definitely would recommend it. So watch out for that when sales come up. Uh, and then I definitely recommend going in blind. If you have problems, maybe look up a, a guide to see, like get past that little part and then get off of it. If you want to come back to it, there's chapter select and you can go back and cherry pick the achievements that you want. So it's absolutely no missables in the game. So there you go. Um, what else? Uh, the narrator, the voice work, I said that was part of my favorite pieces of the game. Uh, he, he told the story that was kind of going on as you pass through the environments. But sometimes, you know, you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to do and, and kind of, you know, the quote unquote death uh, happens and, and you, you're, you know, put back at a reset point. And the narrator will talk about what you did, kind of like Bastion, I think, does that. Never played Bastion, but oh, I think that's out, what he dude. does. Well, maybe I'll play good the game. remake. Yeah, come it's on. A real good game. Uh, so you not have played Bastion. There's a little bit of that in the voice work. Really like that. Um, and then, yeah, that, that's it. That it's it's a good game, Limbo esque. Um, if you if you're an ego and you don't like spiders, it's a short bit with a spider, but other than that, uh, I don't think it will. Uh, uh, wake up any phobias or anything like that. It's just a fun little cute game. All right. I guess one thing I didn't mention, which I think Kush did probably when he played it, but uh, I said it takes place in a puppet theater. You are this doll, this like marionette doll, and you have strings, obviously, because somebody's telling your story. Uh, those strings play a part into the puzzles because obviously they'll get in the way and things will stop you and you got to figure out how to get past them. So that's, it's pretty cool. Now, can you pet the dog? There is no dog. Oh, so it's, it's a different type of tail then. Yes. Oh, all right. It's hoping for a puppy tail. Nope. No pups. All right. Well, let's get into some sales. Oh wait, there is a dog. <laughs> I don't think you can pet can you him. Pet I don't know. You, I'll you report back you, next week. You can sucks. play with him. Yeah, Kush, you, Next week, you when take, I get a chance to play it, I will report back. You take notes on these hard hitting issues, such as can I pet the good boy? Can I pet the dog? <laughs> Colorful. Um, and was the is story. There a Vayner? Was the story. Any, oh, yes, yeah, there a double jump. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you let us know if the story was any good. Cause story was excellent. We don't, we don't trust you. I know. Right. <laughs> and, and right now, I'm just saying we would be like going towards the fifth hot wing. 
that's just my where my head is. So continue. Oh, do we spend the three hundred? No. All right, continue. <laughs> Plus three hundred dollars for four sets of hot sauces or plane tickets or. We can just do three sets. And think can of just all the use think, mayonnaise on think, all ten of his think wings. Think of all the Taco Bell you can get for three hundred dollars. Just don't do mayonnaise it. on wings. No. You could just put yeah, but just put some sriracha. The on last it. dab doesn't come with it. Put some sriracha. Some on dukes, it. That's spicy some enough. Dukes and some dukes. That sounds delicious. Actually, the two of them together. Mm. <laughs> spicy mayo. Not on a chicken wing. That sounds awful. What is wrong with sriracha you? and mayo? It'd be delicious. It anything. doesn't sound that bad. And not on a chicken. And you put wing. it on that. You put it on beans. You put it on bananas. You put I've it on whatever you want. Nothing. I don't know if it was mayonnaise, but it was some sriracha, sushi, sauce, ice cream, just whatever. What is wrong with you? It's past my bedtime. All right, <laughs> it's time for sales. Let's get going into just some sales. L Nate and I. Oh wait, no. L Corey and I. We have no sales for you this week. It was kind of poop. But as always, Nate has a plenty for you. Because I love poop. Um, so. All right, I hold on. Let me write down the name of the podcast. No, oh, gosh. Video <laughs> off. Whoa, whoa. So let's, let's talk about some sales that aren't poop. Um, Contra Rogue Corpse. So if, if you are familiar, or core, as most people pronounce that, if you are familiar <laughs> with Contra, um, then you might want to check out this game. It's $8 down from 40 So there's a huge savings here. Uh, this is very much Contra, um, but in a kind of 3D moving around twin stick shooter on rails action take on Contra, which was a, you know, in its own way, it was, it was a, a kind of a shooter where you would move left to right. And sometimes, sometimes you would be moving up with jumps and, so this is pretty cool. Uh, I watched some uh, video of it, and I'm very excited. I love Contra, you know, the original. And so, you know, there's no nostalgia buy here uh, <laughs> that I already purchased this. Um, so you should check it out. Uh, the music has received an update. So take that classic Contra first level song uh, and then just like add some, you know, t- of today's wizardry or, you know, maybe five, ten years ago wizardry. This game's a little bit old. Um, and it's a, you know, it's, it bangs, man. It's a great song. So, uh, I was really into that, the music. So, L, you might like the music. Uh, next game, Momonga Pinball Adventures. This is just fun. It's a super cute, fun game. It's, uh, it's 197 down from six. It's labeled as adventure and pinball. And it is, um, it's fun. It's, it's not just straight pinball. Uh, you are like, uh, bouncing this little, He's kind of like a ferret creature uh, around. Who can, he can be a ball, and you're just kind of bouncing him off of things and trying to get through the level. There are boss fights. There are puzzles that you have to solve. You have to hit certain things multiple times. You have to collect stars. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. And $2, great price. Uh, Tetragon, seven fifty down oh. from. Go ahead. I just want to say a quick note about Momonga. I think there was uh, – the game wasn't easy to complete, but you could, like, delete your – progress but the there, tracker a, would still cloud save trick the thing, tracker yeah. would still go yeah for doing the it's uh, also grindy you have to play 500 levels wasn't that bad yeah. from what i remember oh sorry nate but it's two bucks it's fine i like the game i don't, don't have to get the no it's good but i probably will uh tetragon 750 down from 15 this is a puzzle game uh it's got 50 starters and for some reason, I have 50 completions written down. That's not right. 
<laughs> it's got 50 starters, and uh, I don't think that's 50 five completions. Five completions. Yeah, five completions. That sounds Oh, that sounds I was going to say, that's easy. Yeah, it's not that kind of puzzler. Um, it, it looks like it's one of these puzzles where you're just kind of moving the board around. So you're kind of just changing, you're rotating the screen, and that causes things to happen on the screen, things to fall, things to move, things to shift. Um, looks interesting. Next up, we have Colossus Down. Now, I'm not really into this series, but maybe you are. Uh, developers Mango Protocol, they are the people that did Agatha Knife and Mechanica. And I believe that all of those games, including this one, share um, common uh, characters and possibly think, even storylines. Uh, I think Mechanica is even on the little cover art. Yes, she she I think she's the one that's driving the this robot. Uh this is a beat 'em up shmup, shoot 'em up. Uh combo of the two. It's 9.89 down from $18. And if you're into that series, I know some people are, they're really into the graphic style and just kind of the other games. I know people have said that they really like Agatha Knife. Um maybe check it out. Uh and then the last game I want to talk about also very nostalgia driven. Unmetal, it's not at a great price. It's $16 down from $20, so maybe you want to add a, a price tracker on this one. It's Stealth. This Unmetal game is basically Metal Gear Solid on Nintendo. Um, oh. It looks great. Like They've done a great job of applying graphics filters to make it look like an updated, shiny version of that NES classic. Yeah, it looks like it comes out on the 1st of October, so that's probably an introductory uh, sale there. Yeah. Oh. So I wouldn't recommend it at that price. I know nothing about the gameplay. Uh, it just really looks like Metal Gear. If Metal nostalgia Gear drives your purchases, check exactly. out Unmetal. Yeah, throw, oh. throw a, a watch on that and see what happens. There's a Princess Bride reference in the achievements. I won't tell you which one. Okay, fine, right. well, as you wish. Okay, go ahead. All right, well, we did not get podcasted completely. We have the Games of Gold for October that has been released. <clears throat> Available October 1st to the 31st is Arrow. Mm -hmm. uh, October 16th to November 15th is Hover. Mm -hmm. There are the Xbox One games. On the 360 side... Available October 1st to the 15th is Castlevania Har Harmony of Despair. And available October 16th to the 31st is Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Now, do you know anything about any of those? <laughs> <laughs> Castlevania is an old game that Elle's going to yell at everybody to play. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Resident Evil was an old scary uh -huh. game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hover is about hover ships. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> and Arrow features a guy named Oliver Queen. So Hover wow. reminds me of Jet Set Radio. <laughs> so if that... Yes, I've, I have not looked those it's up. It's a, a futuristic that, 3D open world. Uh, I've, I've had it for a while. I think I won a code, but I've never played it. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, Arrow. I, Jet Set Radio, that sounds let me Let me recommend Arrow to you. It is a rhythm okay. game. But you're flying a ship and shooting. A lot of people say it's one of the best rhythm games out there. And uh, I bought it. It has some really cool music to it. Definitely don't pass up starting that. Okay. Yeah, Arrow and Hover, I knew absolutely nothing about. And I didn't look them up. So. 
I think that you would, because you you like music games, right? Oh God! Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you more on that in a minute. I can't I can't see why you would not like Arrow. Off the bat okay. from level one. I will check that out. Uh, two days, I think. The second most common Please. achievement is failing a track. Yeah, they don't just give it to you. That was my third achievement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aren't you good? <laughs> and also, this Castlevania is not a Vayner. You know, uh, a true uh, a true Vayner, I guess. Uh, but apparently a six-player co-op. Did not know that. Wait. Six? I was going to tell you all That's about this That's what the description game. says. Please do. It's a uh, six-player co-op. Thank you. <laughs> That's all there is. <laughs> it's well, um, good night, everybody. It's 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 a weird game. So you definitely want to have six people. You just you're going through like basically a maze, and you're killing the enemies, and you're just going through to try to get to the exit. So it's this is weird. Like, it's almost like Gauntlet in a way, <laughs> but it's a place like Castlevania. Yeah, it is weird, but it's a lot of fun. I played this. I, I could one. see this being fun. Yeah, I played this. Two thousand and eleven, it came out, and I completed it in two thousand fifteen. There is a grind to destroy ten thousand enemies and rack up a million in funds. But yeah, and back in the day when you played, the best thing to do is look for randoms, and a lot of the randoms knew exactly what to do, and they would walk you through it. I had no idea this was backwards compatible. This is a, this is a cool one. It was a fun game, and I think I remember even buying some DLC for it, some cosmetic DLC, because you could buy um, skins to play as the old school Simon Belmont and have the old levels. That's. It might just be me, but this feels like one of the best months we've had in a while. And uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, I played back on the Dreamcast. I have not played it since and really don't remember, but I remember liking it back then. I don't recall. I, I assume they took away the tank controls, so you don't have to use that anymore, but I don't know. Maybe not. I Would anyone know? <laughs> no? On the 360? It got really good review scores. Um, I have not played it. It got a 9.5. Uh, out of 10 from GameSpot, 94 on Metacritic. Uh, I did see yeah, it. Yeah, I remember really Ophelette liking it. mentioned, like, he can't imagine that this holds up mm-hmm. well at all. It's an old game. But I guess we have it now. It came out in 2011, the HD 12, version on 360. 12 achievements. When it's it was an arcade game, I believe. It's a thousand gamer score. That's weird. It was an what arcade game. Could have sworn. Well, it's like Guacamelee, right? That has a thousand gamer score, and it was an arcade Weird. game. I think it was, but twenty dollars. Speaking of, speaking of the achievements, Arrow, the base game has sixty-five achievements, and then there's three DLC packs with that have another twenty-six. So oh, great, seventeen seventeen hundred total gamer score if you got the DLC. Yeah. So the. The complete edition is only $15. It goes on sale often. Uh, so this is actually a really great taster if you like the game. Uh, I think, uh, like you said, easy to dive. Um, you will get it on your first song, whether you win or lose. So I guess keep that in mind. But that's silly to not play a game for completion. So it's a good game. 
It's one, got 4.22 stars. If that means anything to yeah, you. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say it. A lot of people seem to like it. Yeah. Yeah, this seems like it'd be a really good month. Uh, one thing to note, though, the game Hover has an unlock all achievements achievement that apparently is Gross. buggy. It looks like only one or two people. Hover looks cool. Quick Don't Die got it in our community, and he says he really doesn't know how. <laughs> one or two two people got it? No, that's terrible. Two people have it, one of which we know, and he doesn't know how he got it. Yeah, Great. he basically said he'll... <laughs> Probably unlock them all. No, I don't... Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, there's some comments in there from 2019. Maybe we need a Vudix to work some magic. Yeah, so Code Veronica originally came out in 2000. I did not know that was that old. Wow. See, nostalgia. <laughs> See, that's actually retro. All right, let's get into some Game Pass. Um, we did get podcasts on that. I'm sure there'll be some drops in the morning. But what we do know Lemniscate, which I totally forgot that was being added this week. That's now available. Uh, Dandy Ace is available. And Marvel's Avengers. Thanks for buying that, Corey. I have Mm. words. Um, So, yeah, Marvel (laughs) Avengers is coming. Uh, So, it will be out. When when does this podcast come out? On the 30th? The 30th. All right. So, the day that this comes out, Marvel Avengers will be available let me tell you now, co-op online play it has been glitchy for me, Prue, J Black, and Chronos. Uh, it's it's become to the point where it was unplayable, and we've stopped playing it. Uh, that said, wow. I enjoyed the single player enough to like you know kind of mainline. I didn't do every side mission because it was kind of a repeat, uh, but I did really enjoy the final mission. Um, so if you just wanted to play it, just experience it. There you go, and all the co-op glitchiness that I've talked about. Somebody today said, I just suggest playing everything on super easy by yourself, which that's not really what the game was meant for. Like we started as a group to finish it as a group. And it's unfortunately has not worked out. So buyer beware on Marvel's Avengers. If you play it in the first week that it's out, there's some kind of four X P four times XP multiplier. That will help with some achievements. So if you're looking to grind it out, that's the time to do it. Uh, Also, Dandy Ace is, uh, I guess, out now that you're hearing this. And uh, I've been playing it for a few days. It's basically Hades with magic. Like cards Mm. and, you know, magician stuff. I I thought for sure you were going to save that for next year. Well, I picked up a review copy. (laughs) What are you going to do? Right. Yeah. I guess you're going to review it. Yep. I will be reviewing it. Hades with magic. Okay. You have Not fantasy that. magic. Magician card trick magic. Was this your card? <laughs> <laughs> you were yeah, I can, I can dive into it maybe next week if I'm still playing. Okay. Um, well, with that, let's get to coming real soon. Uh, L, you have the first game. I do. I do. All right. You do? I do. I do. I do. Well, is anybody sick? 
Because if you are, I got you a remedy. <laughs> that was awful. Damn right. Alan this Wake entire Remastered. show <laughs> is about nostalgia, apparently. Yes. It really was. This is a very good question to have um, on the show. Alan Wake Remastered comes out on Tuesday, October 5th. It has the DLC from the 360 version in it, and it basically improves upon the graphics. I was looking at a FAQ, which for all you young people stands for Frequently Asked Questions. And it basically uh, talks about what improvements there are, and it's all graphics-related. I did see something funny, though. One of the fact uh, questions was, uh, does it have the same achievements slash trophies as the original? And then the answer was yes. And then the next question is, do I really have to pick up 100 thermoses for an achievement slash trophy? And the answer is yes. (laughs) So they actually kind of poked fun at themselves for that achievement in their official fact. Uh, That's fine. Yes, that is well known as being an awful achievement because the thermoses add zero to the game. They're there just for an achievement only. Um, my thoughts on Alan Wake, I got, it came out in 2010. I got to it a few years later. I thought the gameplay was eh, but it had a really good story and really good ambiance. And of course, it had the license for Energizer batteries. So that was a thing. But I'm, I am uh, curious to see how they gussy this up and pretty it up. And I would check it out when it goes to like 10 bucks or something down the line. Yeah, it's launching at 30. It does have 1,500 gamer scores. So I think they was a DLC. Yes, the writer and the signal, which. Yeah, so that's I never obviously did. included. Yes. It's a good package. Seems for like the perfect, it. Mm-hmm. it seems like the perfect Game Pass candidate to me mm, right i don't know why i feel like i got it's the first that it's one not going to be game pass let Did us they give hope. it away wait it's alan wake not game pass isn't that mm, i think it was at some point they took it off the store at one point something to do with the music i think so i don't know i don't think it's been game pass no I think of something else. Oh. It definitely what was, was the Game other Pass. Oh. The, the original left in May of this year. Like I thought okay. it was. Okay. I thought it okay. was Game Pass. Yeah, because I don't own it. I remember having it downloaded. Microsoft at one needs point. To buy they were, they were giving away the DLC at one point. That's what I was trying to get out. For the I'm, I'm pretty version. sure Epic bought Remedy. Well, they I need to buy wrong. Epic. <laughs> I wonder Epic? if they could do that. I wonder how much how much is Epic for. All right, Fufu, you're up next. Okay, so the game I want to talk about, I got really, really excited when I saw this, and then I realized it wasn't the game that I thought it was. But I'm still excited for this. I didn't know that this game was coming. Um, so much. The game I am looking forward to is bullets per minute this well i'll just read a little blurb that they give you 
BPM is a rhythm action FPS roguelike where you must shoot, jump, and dodge to the beat of an epic rock soundtrack. So imagine Doom, <laughs> just like Doom, rock band. What? It's it's a it's a cross between Doom and rock band. You have hordes of you're, it looks like you're in hell. You have hordes of demons that you have to sit there and shoot and kill, but you do it to the beat of the rock soundtrack. So whenever like you hit the they hit the snare, you fire your gun. If they start doing a blast beat, you shoot the machine gun or whatever. Uh the game looks awesome. It looks really good. It has ripping uh solos, great music in it. I'm very much looking forward to this. On Steam it's twenty bucks. Uh if this is on TA, I probably should have looked. I just kind of assumed. It is. Um, thank you. It, they don't have the price yet. Um, they don't have a link to the store. Okay. But we do have the list. Yeah. It's going to be a very hard game. Yeah, I imagine this is going to be a hard game. The game I was actually looking forward to is Metal Hellslinger, which has Matt Heafy in it of Trivium. That was the game I was really looking forward to, which is basically the same thing. But it looks like there's a couple of games in this style that are coming out. And they just they look awesome. Yeah, like Crypt of the Necrodancer. The... A what? <laughs> the Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that's what it reminded me of, but with rock music. Yeah. And guns. Yeah. It, lo- it looks awesome. Uh, amazing music. Lots of lots of guns fighting the hordes of hell. What more can you ask for? All right, Corey. Oh, Let's talk about your game, and more likely now I'm going to wind up jumping in. So, speaking of nostalgia, we have Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Now, this probably means I'm so <laughs> not very much to uh, L or Kush, but probably means a lot no, to no. Uh, Fufu and I. So, this is basically Super Smash Brothers with Nickelodeon properties, and here we go. Um, there's a lot of different characters and they've slowly been like announcing a couple more and then they still say more to come. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be DLC or, you know, a title update with for free. Uh, but there is a, a good array of characters. Uh, a lot of them have their own specialized, uh, levels that you can play in. Uh, every character they say, uh, operates differently on their play styles. And you can also play this with up to four people, uh, local or online so that's cool uh yes. so now the, the important part is who they included in the game and you have spongebob uh franchise so you got spongebob patrick and sandy cheeks you got only two out of four ninja turtles leonardo and michelangelo uh and oh i'm sorry in april o'neill's there uh yeah ren stimpy nigel thornberry uh, a couple that i you know yes. don't get uh invader zim not really my thing uh this loud house dude. You got an all real monsters in there. Reptar, Ca- Captain Toastman, and then probably Fufu's favorite, Danny Phantom. Yes. Oh my god. And my personal favorite and main will be Cat Dog. Oh, uh, Fox. You know my my uh, avatar comes from Invader Zim. The the moose does it really? Yeah, the moose. He he's in an episode of Invader Zim. Wow. I did not know that. I never watched Invaders, though. Corey. Always, that, that, that was the one that the kids at Hot Topic, that's what they watched. <laughs> and I was just like, eh, it's not me. Hey, hey. See, 
some of these shows I wasn't allowed to watch growing <laughs> up. Oh, censored like cat do- content. Cat Dog, I wasn't allowed to watch. My dad said it would rot my brain. I don't think he was ex- exactly wrong on that. Oh, come on. He said the same thing about SpongeBob, but now that I've, you know, I watch SpongeBob. And okay, once again, right. I don't think he was wrong. <laughs> he, he, he was right on that. <laughs> but yeah, Danny Phantom, absolutely, that's going to be my main. Uh, that is top five, if not top three favorite cartoons of all time. I absolutely love that show. Reptar, that's an amazing ad. Yeah, it looks I can't. good. You know, it's like this 3D art style. Yeah. The, the the real question will be how it plays. And then I guess, importantly, if, if you can only do solo so much if, if how much, you know, if there's an online presence. But uh, my guess is it's probably going to be like a $40 game. Um, if it's anything more than that, it's Highway Robbery. And yeah, it, it'll be your mediocre Smash clone, I'm sure. Hey, Corey. That's my name. Did you notice anything about the pictures of the Ninja Turtles that you have here? Um, they're like old school turtles. Mm-hmm. There's no it's Venus. Not, <laughs> it's not the new one. It's the old school turtles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the new ones were in that Nickelodeon Kart Racer game. The rise. Yeah, I don't care the, for those turtles. So bad. The new ones, as in like the. Th- CGI or like the anime-ish ones. Anime? The rise of the the rise of the turtles, right? I think that's yeah. I think that's is that that's the most um, recent variation of the turtles, right? Ah, uh, beats me. I don't know. I don't watch TV anymore, and I don't have Paramount Plus, so I can't keep up with this. Unfortunately. Yeah, this game looks awesome. I know I have a couple of friends that have also said that they're going to get it, so I'm for sure jumping on this bandwagon. Nostalgia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, nostalgia again. Yeah. All right, and Nate. Okay, yeah. What do you got? I can see getting into that uh, All-Star Brawl. I might check that out. Um, what do I have? See, act, real mm-hmm. quick, this might actually be a pretty good stream game for well, us. We shall oh. see. Hmm. We shall see. Yeah, um, spend three hundred dollars my... and get us all uh, this game. I'm getting a new controller. I'm spending three hundred three hundred dollars on stuff for all of us. I'm making you do the last day. I'm gonna need a new controller, a new keyboard and a new mouse for when we do that because and a Halo console get messy. Yeah. Uh so my game <laughs> that I'm interested in has nothing to do with with nostalgia unless you really like fishing, uh, it's Moon Glow Bay. Uh, so this is a relaxing slice-of-life fishing RPG driven by an emotional story and diverse characters in a rich and dynamic world. We've seen a little bit about this uh, from some of the indie showcases. Um, it was like four hours long. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't quite that long of Moon Glow Bay. But um, learn to cast nets, set traps, and fish through ice, documenting over 100 varied aquatic species while uncovering the secrets of Moon Glow Bay. It, it isn't just about fishing. Um, if you watch the trailer, it uh, has a really kind of, 
interesting kind of twist as you're as you're watching the trailer. It seems like there is going to be a yeah. story behind this, which is very interesting. It has local drop in, drop out co op. So I'm sorry, no online multiplayer, but you will be able to enjoy this with your kids or your significant other. Uh, and then the burning question that everyone always wants to know: Can you pet the dog? Uh, yes, Waffles will be absolutely delighted when you do. So awesome. And this is a. Well, you have to play it yeah, now. And it's a Game Pass day one. So you won't even have to wait. As soon as it's available, if you have Game Pass, you are in. I'm uh, I'm interested in this. I wouldn't say I'm like through the roof, like excited about it, but uh, I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah, this is that. See, I completely agree with this you. This is that Voxel game they showcased over summer. Yes. Uh, published Canada. by CodeSync. Mm hmm. And we like some of their games, so yeah. Yeah, I'll try it out. See. I'm so interested in it because of that twist, but I hate that art style. <laughs> See, you're not nostalgic, and man. I can't appreciate the art. <laughs> so we would be remiss to say that other big titles are coming out uh, this, this coming soon week. Super Monkey Ball has a new game. Uh, Far Cry 6. So big games Yeesh. are starting to drop each and every week now. Uh, probably through uh, the holiday season. And then we know Grey Shark asked for it. Probably the only one. They Two games are getting major sequels. Bouncy yes. Bullets 2 you better not. Bouncy and Bullets Lord 2? of the Click 2. Heck yes. <laughs> Why the hell is Bouncy Bullets 2? Yeah. Because Ugh. you it, it's colorful. about 400 Achievement Hunters will pay $5 for it. <laughs> That's about right. It probably took them. That was one of the worst rattlers. That's just going to launch with 1,000 or, you know... Are they going to announce that a week later will be 2,000? Like, do we have any any plans for the roadmap? This is a Rattalika. This isn't Zen. Well, but, you know, I can still see them doing it. God, I hate Bouncy Bullets. That was, like, the worst Rattalika game. I don't know how anybody liked that game. All right. Let's get into contests. Uh, Gamertag Challenge, Nate. Gamertag Challenge this this month is the Alpha Seagull with wildcard game Dragon Quest XIS and the bonus Stacks on Stacks achievements from games that have stacks. And if you want to know what the rules are for that, go check out the channel. Go check out the sheet. Uh, we will be picking our new patron next month and we'll certainly uh, not be hinting about it in the channel prior to next month. All right. And... Corey, you want to give us a rundown on the October VCCW? Yes. Just in case Chewy doesn't make uh, the show this week, uh, October is starting. And so the VCC Community Challenge for October is Scary Games. And so you just want to play as much scary games as you can. And as an aside, uh, there is something happening in Discord, a special secret contest. Uh, be sure to react and opt into the vccw channel and uh it's gonna be a lot of fun uh over there as an aside i am offering uh a side contest that does count in as scary games similar to kush's june raider i want to do bioshocktober i've never played these games i'm going to in october and you can join me and there will be prizes you know so, hmm. you are go. you playing all of them? I plan on playing one, two, and three. Yes. No, no stacks wow. or anything like that. No, no boosting. 
uh, not even getting 100% in on the games. I just want to get through the story on every single one of them. That would be awesome. You know what? I've never played through a series either. I doubt I'll be able to get through all three, but I'll at least join you for the first one. There you go. It should be like do it. fairly I'm easy in. to get through one a week. I would imagine. If you don't do anything else, sure. Right. What are these like eight hour games? If I'm just like blasting no. through the story at yeah, most. Are they that no. short? I don't know. I, th- I thought they were like 15, 20 each. I'm optimistic here. I'm playing the Xbox One remasters. Yeah, I I actually own the remasters, but I've never played them. I bought them like f- three, four years ago oh, on sale. Yes. Never played them. Brooke bought them for me for my birthday when they came out. Well, now's the time. Never played it. That hurts a little more. Well, she also bought me Skyrim remastered at the same time, and that took priority. Yeah, yeah. Bioshock but, remastered yeah. has a 15 to 20 you're hour not completion. Into, you're not into nostalgia. But I'm not going for the completions. Oh. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll at least join you for the first one. I'll try to do as much as I can, but yeah. That sounds cool. Uh, Brad can't. Take it away, Corey. All right, time for the braggadocious comments this week. Completions, as always, starting off, we have Quick Don't Die has passed 350 completed games. Dunkos has passed 400 completed games. A Gray Shark and Dude with the Face, both at 450 completions. Inferno 118 had a ton of completions, and he surpassed the 1,000 completed games milestone. Redemption Denied, who is the runner-up to uh, first place here uh, in gamer score, is tied for his completed games with Lucas1987. Both have 2,300 completions, which means Smirnoff only has a cool 700 more. <laughs> in ratio, Sweeney has reached a new milestone with a TA ratio of 1.8. In streaks... Seamus McLamey. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Is currently on a five year achievement win streak. In the non year people, we have Neon Prime with 50 days. We have Vulgar Latin with 50 days. We have Ace with 150. Chesno with 150. Cerebral Assassin with 250. Philip Wendell with 500. Wakapale with 2,900. And Blue Thunder 7398 is currently on a 3,050 day achievement win streak. In gamer score, well, starting off a little at the low end, uh, AS Unknown One has hit twenty-five thousand gamer score, along with Sar- Survivalist. Crunchy Goblin sixty-eight has hit two hundred thousand gamer score. Ace six hundred thousand gamer score. Matthew OO six hundred thousand gamer score. A Gray Shark seven hundred thousand gamer score. Inferno 118 and Igneo Montoyo 1.35 million gamer score. And Redemption Denied, almost at that 3 million, but he's at 2.85 million gamer score. Yeah. In leaderboards. I will go backwards for fun. X, Neo 21X is in the top 1,000 of the USA Gamer Score leaderboard for stealth. Uh, survivalist our friend has been on about 26 milestones per week because he has a new tag 
Um, but they've kind of been on the high range, so I'm going to read a good one that he just got. He's in the top thousand of the completed games leaderboard for survival. That was quick. That's what she said. Retro Chief 1969 is now in the top 50 of the Gamer Score and TA leaderboards for point and click, and top 20 in USA Gamer Score leaderboard for point and click. I saw him say the other day he's getting a little sick of those, but he's still pounding away at them. I'd love to know which ones are your favorites, Retro. Maybe we'll have to get Big Al on the show. Planting 42 is now in the top 10 of the TA leaderboard for equestrian sports. That is quite the feat. Magical. That's a thing. Yeah, horsies. Magical Mars is now in the top 50 of the Mexico TA ratio leaderboard. KTE is now in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for survival. A redirect, direct, a redirect, a redirect, a redirect, a redirect is now in the top 100 in of the, the game. <laughs> there you go. It's now in the top 100 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for turn based and in the top 20 of the Europe Gamer Score leaderboard for role playing plus turn based. And last but not least, Alex R. Davis is now in the top 10. You heard me 10 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for Metroidvanias. Okay. And in the Brad Camp, Alpha Seagull just completed the Mass Effect trilogy. Nicely done, my friend. You w- Good completion. Is that song really the mnemonic I'm going to use to remember how to say his name? A root direct, a root I was direct, just thinking that same direct, thing. A root direct. I don't even know. I say it wrong, too, he says. In the server, the mighty server. Rocker right. reign supreme. Doubt. Hey, skeptical Mario, get get to work on that one. Oh, right. oh my god, my voice cracked. Yeah, you ought to hear it on this end. <clears throat> that was bad. All right, <laughs> that will do it for us tonight, or now, whenever it is that you're listening to us. Be sure to keep listening to the extra segments that we got after this. And as always, be sure to follow and sub to us on Twitch sub or twitch.tv slash age one oh one. You can free, get in contact with us, sending us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at achievements one oh one. You could join the Discord, get in if that super secret VCCCW thing. Discord.io slash age101. Be sure to sub to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash achievementhunting101. And lastly, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. If you can help us out, we greatly appreciate you keep the contest rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Class is dismissed. See you all next week. Bye-bye. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's next week? Oh, shoot. It is the end of the month. Next week's a live show. Hype. So get ready for that. Yeah. Corey will be eating something weird again. If I'm here. No, no, no. Never agreed to that. Yes, you did. Corey, well, then I'm definitely not going to be here. Corey, Jeremiah, Lyle, you, I don't care if you're not around, you need to go on Zoom call and be with us. I don't hear any excuses. 
Yeah, you could eat something weird on the yeah, road. Just film it somewhere. Yeah. For the kids. We're doing it live. I think we'll just review a bunch of games next week. That's what we're going to do. Stream some games. Yeah, that's what great we do, because we've had a great track record with streaming games. Yeah. We'll do some Pauggy. All right. That'll be fun. All right. Now we're actually out. Bye. Bye-bye. One in three children in the United States are overweight or obese. The good news? It can be prevented. Get active outside, limit screen time, make healthy meals. It starts with you. Eat healthy and get active. Who wants toast? Fall has arrived. September kicked off some cooler temperatures, but it also kicked off off something much bigger. Much, much bigger. And rounder. That's right. It is Childhood Obesity Awareness Month. All the little children in the U.S., Put your fat little hands in the air and wave them like you just ran out of air because you're out of shape. Regardless, this segment is dedicated to those little tubs of grease, and it just happens to be the longest-running annual segment on AH101. It's time for the fourth annual Childhood Obesity Achievements List. But first, some pleasantries. Joining me today is a man who's looking for a six-fingered carb who killed his father, his name is Anigo Montoya. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself, Elroy? Uh, all right. Watch out for those six-finger carbs, man. I'm t- carbs That's will a... kill you. They will. <laughs> I'm on they a mission will, to find man. them, though, okay? Yeah, I, I hear you. And I, we're, we are also joined by a man who has been carb-loading all day. He comes from <laughs> a land of starchy potato starches and... Sugar peddling little green men. He is Noth. What is up, man? What is up, my dude? Crack him if you first... got him. Let's go. Yeah, man. First time I've recorded with you. I'm yeah, really excited dude, about yeah, this. Dude, man. It's going to be fun. Awesome. <laughs> it's going right. to be fun. So, anyhow, so we're basically here to raise awareness uh, about uh, childhood obesity. Um, and there's no better way to raise that awareness than to basically make fun of fat children. But no, this is all in the name of awareness. This is an educational segment. And sure. Now, just for clarity, these are childhood obesity achievements that have come out since October 1st, 2020 on my list. And then there's some blasts from the past in these other lists that you might hear. So, uh, uh, so yes. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, so... One of them uh, is close to being in that window. <laughs> how, how close? I, it's... it's Close. Now, now what's really going to be funny is if you picked one that has been on a previous iteration of it. Again, oh, that's this is gonna the be... fourth... This is the fourth annual, uh, you know, showing of this. So there has been at literally 15, 20, 15-ish uh, achievements featured on this list <laughs> in the past. So... <laughs> So let's see how you do I, with I like, this. Like you said, one of the ones that <laughs> no I, have, pressure. I have selected is it's within the past 14 months. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's that's <laughs> well, in the ballpark. Um, well, mine, mine, is, mine is in that same ballpark, <laughs> but another one of them is from 2011. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, the good thing is that there was fat children back then. So now those fat children are probably, you know, about to 
the same age as me. (laughs) (laughs) And now they're they're fat, not so children. Hi, it's me. I'm the fat child from 2011. What's up? You were inspired by this segment, and you yes. Oh, so Nico, what blast from the past did you feature for us uh, to kick things off and uh, do it wrong? Yes, we are going completely against the grain here, but (laughs) but. With all due respect, I cannot think of a better way to celebrate child obesity than having two fat kids and a gym teacher discussing it. <laughs> so I think we've got the perfect panel here to... And, to and, a, wi- and a wife beater is a gym teacher. That's right. Yeah, to, to raise this awareness for childhood obesity. Okay? <laughs> to be fair, if I think of a gym teacher, all I think of them is either in a wife beater or a full track suit. So. <laughs> it's what we do. Right. Yeah, it's what we do. I mean, you know, since, since we're, you know, just p- picking on stereotypes here, the tracksuit, though, isn't that the mafiosos? I mean, it could be a mafioso or a gym teacher. It's one of the two, right? Oh, it's one of the two. There's no in-between? You can't just there wear a tracksuit? No in oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, this is the honorable mention achievement, okay? This will be a blast from the past. But I, I honestly, the, I saw this achievement and I was like, you know what? This, this pretty much... Um, epitomizes childhood obesity and Mm -hmm. children's lack of self-control, if you will, which Mm. is usually probably the leading cause of obesity. And that would be none other than the swallowed whole achievement in Trials Fusion. Swallowed whole. They have no no self-control. Just take that donut (laughs) and just scarf it down and... Throw it down the gullet. Throw it down the gullet and and finish it off with a Coke. (laughs) Like a like a freaking pelican, man. That's right. Flapping around in their in their little jaws. That, and, that's yeah. right. Now, uh, the worst thing about that is, as soon as he said pelican, my brain just went, "Yep, pelican just eating an entire child." And I know that's <laughs> yeah. not, I know that's not where my brain should have went, but that's where it went. So hey, is this but not, your but not a child, fat one? But not a fat one. At least pelicans. <laughs> is this the answer to the problem? What, just yes, put pelicans yeah. into the, just, the general we'll, we'll vicinity? Just, yes, we'll just start throwing pelicans out there to, to swallow up all the pelicans. <laughs> hey, we, we may as well try everything. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Well, if anything, they'd run from the pelicans. I'm sure the pelicans would uh, get a, quite a reputation <laughs> in the uh, more successful they I'm are. I'm going to be yeah. honest, Elroy. If I saw a pelican coming towards me, I would run. <laughs> all right? Yeah. <laughs> Those things are bigger than you think, man. Those things are like... They're like oh, six yeah. foot tall when they stand on their legs. They're <laughs> crazy big. Yeah, no, it's like a dang little midget ostrich or something. I don't and, know. I am and, so glad that I just got to hear somebody American say, that's a big dang old ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or you could use, like, my favorite line, you know, uh, for child. If you see me running, you might want to start following me. <laughs> There's a good reason. You're oh. not out for a stroll. Yeah, oh, no. There's a good reason I'm running. Amigo, Amigo, I just got to outrun you. That's true. That's true. Just don't be the slowest. Yep. That's it. Uh, I, I tell people so, that at work all the time. I said, if you see me running, you might want to follow. What's the, what's the achievement for Swallowed Hole? What's it for doing? The, the Swallowed Hole achievement is for... Hold on. I lost the link to it. <laughs> you don't even remember what it was for. Yeah, because... Uh, swallowing something, right? Yeah, it, you know... The, I bet I, it's for falling I, I thought it was... We're, we're, yeah, we're not going to uh, go down to the the OnlyFans route right now, okay? Um, oh my god, an eagle. childhood obesity, okay? I bet it's for jumping into a pit. Uh, complete the worm food challenge on Gone to Waste? Is that the same that, one? That is the one. 
I was looking for it. I had it pulled up. And, <laughs> now and the closed. picture really does look like childhood obesity. <laughs> oh, no, I got it. Now I got to look at the picture. Obviously, it looks like it looks like a sandworm. Yes. Oh, like the, like the everything. Like the sarlacc. This could the, actually be like tremors. The movie almost yeah. a pelican swallowing a child. <laughs> it does. In that picture, y'all just right? talked about this. Oh, that yeah, is that is for real. That is for real. Either a sarlacc reference or a tremors reference. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. with that picture. <laughs> I like the propulsion of the person into it. Oh, yeah. There's there's dash lines there. There's dash lines. There is. It, like, it's not just falling straight from the air. I mean, it was thrown. Somebody threw that. Threw that oh, uh, somebody threw that little yellow the, fat child in there. That's... <laughs> into the sandworms. Yeah. Billy. They wanted somebody. They wanted that kid gone. <laughs> they were like, I want my skinny kids back and I want you gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just could have waited a few years, but yeah. Oh my God, Elroy! Are you serious? <laughs> you can't say that. I, I, you know, life—they uh, fat, you know, fat children are kind of like a like, like a box of chocolates. They say, right? They neither last very long. So, Elroy, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Oh my God! Oh, this is gonna be a fun podcast, boys. I'll tell you, the uh, editors are gonna have a lot of fun with this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be a two hour podcast. Now we're down to seventeen minutes. We hope you enjoy, boys. <laughs> say, Thirty-five minutes of recording trim to four. <laughs> yep. That's it. All right. Well, did you have any other thoughts about uh, these uh, swallowed whole uh, fat children eating? Uh, no I'll, I'll tell you, they they just need to to understand portion control. That that that'll be a good oh, thing moving yeah. forward. So let's not swallow those donuts whole, okay? You know, mm-hmm. let's uh, <laughs> hey, what what one bite at a time, okay? <laughs> One bite at a time. That's not That's how right. I eat a donut and ego, and don't tell me ever how to eat a donut, alright? Well, we're, we're adults, okay? We're, we're allowed to do dumb, stupid things. I'm okay? 31. I'm not an adult yet. <laughs> well, you're you're not wrong. Uh, contrary to what my mom says. <laughs> <laughs> alright. Well, okay, so that was definitely a blast from the past. Uh, Trials Fusion, that, that hot new uh, late 2020 uh, release there. Uh, and, yes. Uh, this is me being <laughs> super um, not reading everything that was handed to me. This is not a reflection of Elroy's job. This is a reflection of my lack of preparedness. Oh, this is. Uh... I mean, if if only somebody had sent like a full list of like twenty possible ones that you could choose that he just happened to stumble upon and his that he didn't oh, want. Yeah. All of this, all of this, what you're saying is going to make my next choice so much worse. <laughs> It's, what choice might that be? No. Oh, what, what we, uh, hey, hey, guys! Does anyone remember the Xbox 360? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Does, it just came out, right? Does uh, does anybody the re-release? Does anybody remember a game that came out literally 12 years ago? Uh, oh, hmm. ooh, I went for an achievement in 50 Cent Blood in the Sand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. That achievement was Candy Shop. Uh, oh. And that was for uh, again. Like I'm gonna be honest here, boys. Uh, me and Anigo didn't really pay attention to what Elroy said in most of his. Uh, the, this is his, his guidelines. Uh, what? what? No, no, I'm no. so surprised. I will say this: this isn't down to to Elroy being a, a bad like you know person who's like telling us what to do. This is down to me and Anigo being really dumb. Uh, yes, this is exactly what this boils no, no, down to. No, I will um, say, thankfully, my next <laughs> achievement after this was in the last year, but oh, that's fantastic. just a happy accident at this stage. 
<laughs> now, I will say one thing. I think I've I think I'm on to what Elroy did here. Okay, all right. This is a classic ploy. This, oh, I'm sorry. Exactly. Are you trying to interrupt me when I'm talking about my candy shop achievement? No, but I, I it just dawned on me. I figured out Elroy's evil plan. Okay? <laughs> what is that? It, so you know, like the the moderately good looking girl that surrounds herself by fat ugly girls to make herself look better. <gasps> Elroy, you I think this is what Elroy did. Elroy said, "You know what? I, I, I'm pretty intelligent, but I, if I surround myself with a couple of dummies, it'll make oh me look God. smarter and better." Or, oh my God! Or, I could have sent that, like you know, I mean, we've been planning this since I think August. I, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't give away secrets. All right, we're going to pretend that this was like two days in the making. All right. And yes. Finally, check back in on y'all. Check back in on you. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree with any of this. We're gonna pretend that this is twenty-four <laughs> hours in the making, and me and Anigo didn't read correctly. All right. Don't. Don't actually give yes. away that we had two or months to prepare all. for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, candy shop. Yeah. Uh yeah, candy shop. Uh. No. Yeah. It's a. It's a basic achievement, right? So it. It, it is literally just for completing the mission <laughs> in um fifty cent blood in the sand, but. Mm. Uh, obviously it's named Candy Shop because it's one of 50 Cent's tunes. I will say this. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about the achievement first before I, like, attach something to it. Um, I have to say, 50 Cent Blood in the Sands, quite possibly one of my favorite co-op games I have played in the past, like, two generations, um, Mm. of consoles. Because it's one of those dumb, fun co-op games, you know... No, correct, because I don't have a, a great history of this game, okay? Mm-hmm. But I have to ask this. I thought I read somewhere that, that that game was originally designed to be a sequel to something else, and they rebranded it. It was. Is there any truth? It, it, what was that a sequel to? I, it was like I a major franchise, It was a major franchise, correctly. but from what I remember seeing online, at least this is, again, we're talking like 12 years ago, 13 years ago at this situation. It was like, it was like they were trying to base stuff off of like the SOCOM series and things like that. Okay. And I'm not sure what the sequel was meant to be, but they did repurpose the whole thing. But then when 50 Cent got involved or whatever, and it was like, hey... I'm 50 Cent, let's get my boys from G-Unit in a video game where we fight ISIS, basically, for a diamond skull. How is that not a good premise for a video game? This is what, isn't this what video games are all about? Yeah, the dumber you make a video game, the better, you know. It should be. I had no idea this game even existed, I'll be honest. Elroy, Uh, Elroy, 50 Cent, 50 Cent. I am intrigued. Dude, 50 Cent and G-Unit play a, play a gig in like the middle east and the guy doesn't have money to pay uh, for the oh, show no, that's hence the blood uh-huh and then he's oh, like i, I can't pay you in the g unit <laughs> so here's a crystal skull instead Ooh. and then the iraqi military steal that crystal skull and now g unit oh. g unit have to fight isis and it <laughs> and is the guns quite guns possibly the, the dumbest game out. i've ever played and i love it and i don't care what anybody says i love it However, I will attach this to a very fun story that you two won't understand, but other people may. <laughs> in Ireland, so the achievement's called Candy Shop, right? In yeah. Ireland, candy isn't our thing. It's not our jam. It's not what we deal with. Uh, our thing is chocolate and crisps. Sorry, sorry. Chips. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, chocolate yeah. chips or we don't we don't we don't deal we don't deal with candy a lot. <laughs> are those are those like exclusive or like yo? Are you talking about, like, chocolate chips? Like, chips that are chocolate Oh, flavored? my God, Elroy. No, chocolate, comma, crisps. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's let, let's eat grandma. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Very much. Very much so. Okay. Um, but uh, so over here, uh, I actually talked to somebody about this in the Discord before as well. Uh, Ireland started getting stuff like Oreos and Mountain Dew, um, <laughs> and and American candies. Uh, yep. you know, like nerds and just all that weird stuff that you guys have, right? That we don't have over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, to get through customs, if we buy American sweets over here now, specifically candy mostly, and some of the liquids, it's not so much the chocolates or the chips or the crisps, right? But the candies mm-hmm. and the drinks. Uh, our government put like a big white sticker over the ingredients thing <laughs> and it basically That's says convenient. it basically says this is toxic <laughs> but it's skull and cross I'm, sorry. I, I, I'm not even joking it literally it literally yeah, is that thing awesome. and, and we we have stuff like that so like um uh you see like the real mountain dew like a real <laughs> real american mountain dew if we uh, yeah. if we buy that in a store uh like american candy stores over here or whatever right um mm-hmm. they have a big white sticker over the top of it and it basically says uh, you know, unfit for consumption. Like it's basically a hundred and ten percent sugar. It's your intake's fucked. You know, you, you, oh, yeah. you, you can't like it, that is legitimately what we have over here with our American um, candies and stuff like that. There, and it's it's insane to me to know that we have sweets and chocolate and crisps and drinks over here that we consider heavily sugar. Uh, you know, or like carbs or whatever you want to say. But when we get American stuff imported over here, the, our government literally has to put like their own thing on it and be like, "This is too much." So, so y'all's is just as bad, then, is what you're saying? It's it's bad, but it's not as bad as your guys that we need to import your stuff and then put our own <laughs> warning sticker on it <laughs> so, for our. So, uh, like, so, like, so uh, I got think, a question. I think, if yeah. if a child in your in Ireland was walking around with a Mountain Dew, would we look at them the same way as like Americans now look at people that are smoking cigarettes when they walk down the street? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, is that how you view those people? Like Reckless. when they have the Mountain Dew and the Twix candy bar, it, 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 and it, you're like, perhaps perhaps not the Mountain Dew. And would you like to know a fun story about Mountain Dew in Ireland? Sure. <laughs> we got Mountain Dew introduced over here through whatever that company is, and within a month of the real Mountain Dew being introduced over in Ireland, they took it off the shelves and put a government uh, warning on it, and America had to change the uh, ingredient, basically, like the sugar content, mm. and rebrand Mountain Dew to be called Mountain Dew Energy over here. <laughs> That's was, that's that's how bad that's, you guys have. Like that's how much sugar yeah, yeah. you guys have in your Mountain Dew. That when we got it, within a month, our government went, "Oh no, no! This is basically <laughs> poison for our children. Now, what are you doing?" Now, speaking of that, though, Elroy might remember this because I think we're we're about a similar age, Elroy, if I remember yep, correctly. Yep. But for sure, we kind of went through something like that during the eighties, did we not? With like Jolt Cola, like what didn't uh-huh. the government kind of view that as like? I think that had more to do with the caffeine in it, though. Yeah, but the, yeah. the government did view it as, like, this stuff's potentially dangerous. Yeah, they had that. Like, yep, I, re- I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I, the jolt. Yeah, I, I, I was a little jolt. bit too young to remember the whole story behind it, but I, I know yeah. that there was something to do with it back in the 80s when Dawkins yeah, described it. Our that. government kind of stepped in a little bit was like, eh, I don't know about this. 
Yeah, but when you uh, when you go to a store and you get Mountain Dew, you've got Mountain Dew just in your fridges, right? In your Seven Elevens or your. Oh, you're really tying into my next achievement. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I think but, there uh, might be some county water supplies that are running into faucets or in the south. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, though. Like that that stuff that you have in your shops, that you're just normal Mountain Dew cans or whatever. That is not allowed to be sold here. Wow, it shouldn't be allowed here either. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. So, well, how about an achievement that actually followed the guidelines that I laid out for you? <laughs> All right. So, oh, wow. Uh, let's go with, okay, dude. <laughs> let's go with uh, your number four, which is number four. Gulp, gulp, gulp <laughs> from Pa Pa Pa. So, I, I don't know if uh, that was purposeful, but I assume so. So, this is uh, the achievement Gulp Cubed, which is for drinking five potions now for this achievement in paw 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 or paw cubed you will get very quickly because this rat don't play around this is one of those rats that's almost worth 1500 old gamer score so it's one of those little yeah you actually have to try a little bit and uh you'll get hit a lot and you'll need to restore your health so you just kind of go get one of those that you know restore your health and i would talk more about this amazing game uh, and this game's all about the right to not wear pants, but I talked. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yes, the uh, it's the game is about the right to not wear pants. So the hero of this game doesn't want to wear pants, and there's a uh, very, uh, a very uh, you know, oppressive government in place, a fiefdom that is mandating that they wear pants and a fiefdom god damn it Roy. Yeah, that is a, that is a, a, isn't this the yeah. whole premise of why we play video games though is for the right <laughs> to not wear pants i mean i know i know and, i'm sorry i'm just and, more impressed uh, that somebody from this discord used the word fiefdom so <laughs> uh yeah you know that's uh i got pulled that one out but yeah that's uh that's uh that's what this game's about. Uh, the uh, right to not wear pantaloonies. Uh, there you go. I think that's how you say it in Spanish. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I did. I, I talked about this game. See, we're an international podcast here, and uh, I talked all about this uh, this game and on uh, all about. I mean, I really deep dived. Uh, Paw Paw Paw. Uh, Big L asked me a question about it, and I then talked about for 15 minutes and i think everyone took a pee break while i was talking no actually i took notes while you were talking because i had that game on my to-do list and you were talking about using the character and just doing i told you how to beat it yeah i told you how to get it all done real quick yeah i have i have those notes i was listening to that okay Okay, i wrote those notes down there you go i I throw some little nuggets out there every once in a while not the nuggets that these fat little children eat but i throw some nuggets out there oh you're in here with you're in here with two fat little children all right Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 piece nugget. Oh, that seems like a serving 20 but, piece uh, nugget. Those are rookie that's... numbers, Elroy. Pump them up. <laughs> that's how you lose but, uh, arms, Elroy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you're interested in Paw Paw Paw, I talked about it for a while on, I believe, level 150. So you can go check it out. But uh, I won't rehash the entire of what I said on there. So why did I choose this? So. As Anigo kind of mentioned, I told you, y'all, y'all danced all around this one. I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and uh, we got to see the onset of the mindset in our fellow Americans that the smart move was to eat the portion size of a family of four for every meal. So that was, you know, the way to go, the natural progressions of things. You know, let's just eat 
enough for four people, you know, and just nom, 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 nom. And then uh, I think it might have birthed the competitive eating thing. It kind of all happened at once. So the golden child of gluttony appeared, and it relates to what the hero of Paw, Paw, Paw had to do to get gulp, gulp, gulp. Drink five individual potions. Keyword, individual. So what if, gentlemen, what if you could take those five potions and shove them into the same cup? That, my heavyweight listeners, is exactly what 7-Eleven decided to do. Ah, okay. And what a better representation of good old school childhood obesity than a big gulp, right? So (laughs) how about a supersized big gulp, gulp, gulp? So they have those 32 ounces of sugar soaring through your body for, you know, you know, those that are, you know, not cool enough for childhood obesity or diabetes. Let's make it 44. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's just make it an easy 50 ounce cup. I haven't been in a 7-Eleven in a while. I mean, hell, they may have a 75 ounce cup by now. They call it the big ass gulp or something like that. So it's probably still less than two bucks though. And for two whole dollars, you can get all the carbs your body needs quickly distributed throughout your body. And if you pay with cash, you can stick all those loose change into your piggy banks and pay for your heart surgery down the road with it. So keep drinking your sugar water, you little hogs, and you'll be paw, paw, pawing at your dialysis machines in no time. Gulp, gulp, gulp is your number four Chivo. There you go. I will say this. Very confused about why you guys use ounces. It's very confusing to me. Why we use what? We use what? Ounces. Oh, ounces. Ounces. Did you just make fun of me for the way I pronounce ounces? <laughs> I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. What are you talking about? How do you say that word? Aunts? Aunts? I thought you were talking about like people, aunts or yeah. something. Aunts and uncles. Um, oh my god, I hate the server so much. Aunts? Aunts? It's your 32 aunts. Ow. Ow. Ounces. Ounces. That's too much mouth movement for me, honestly. Think think of bounce. Take off the B. Ounce. Bounce, ounce, ounce, ounce. But that, that that still doesn't make sense because if I would say like a bounce house, so an ounce house, yeah. oh an ounce house, oh yeah, no, it makes sense actually. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, so, never yeah. mind. Yeah, it wasn't like you were paying attention to what I was saying anyway. So there you go. <laughs> so just like like everyone got up and uh, took a bathroom break while I was talking about paw paw paw. <laughs> Noth's like that sounds like a great idea. I, I, no, that's the not fair. I had to run and pee really out. quickly. That's a, <laughs> this isn't a video podcast, so nobody knows. But while he was talking at the I'm end saying, of there, I had to run to the toilet. <laughs> I'm sitting there talking about 75 ounce big ass gulps, and you aren't even there to listen. 75 to it. ounce. Do you know what? Do you know that's what? Because he was consuming 75 ounces of white claws. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. really funny, that's hilarious. That's it. 75 ounces is 2.2 liters. <laughs> I don't even know if that exists. I, see, you were in a oh, okay fight before I was. I, I was just. I was. I don't know. I was just kind of okay. Know, if you go to a subway, if you go to a subway, what, right, what's I'm your biggest it, drink? What's your biggest drink in a subway in America? What? How many ounces? Uh, probably forty ounces. I'm thinking. Why would I go to a, a subway? Are you talking about the the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I would never go to the one point two liters. That's way too much, man. Is that the I biggest think... <laughs> size drink you can get in a subway? Forty? What? I don't know. Like sure I, I I've never actually like. Truth be told, if oh, I do I go into a subway, I usually just get like a, because, you know, in, in the current era of life that we live in, I just get like a bottled 
soda or water. Oh yeah, you're right. No, forty yeah. ounces. You're you're right. That's that's way better. <laughs> no way. No 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 no. I just did a search. I am seeing that Seven Eleven is known for its relatively large drink sizes and twenty four hour accessibility. Seven Eleven offers beverages in sizes as large as one hundred and twenty eight ounces. Holy. That's is is that not is that <laughs> not like an entire is that not like a gallon? Uh, no, <laughs> hold on. That might liters. be about it's, half a gallon, though. That is uh, that we, is three point eight liters. They're apparently called team gulps. T team gulp because the whole freaking team should be no no no. That's a gulp. family gulp. That's that's that is <laughs> not in America. That's, it's not. That's a that's a village <laughs> a a village gulp. A village gulp. A village gulp. <laughs> <laughs> I will God. not refer to any American I see drinking anything like that as the village idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or the village fag. Okay, or that. Yeah, the village fag. We're going to go into wow. my achievement now? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, this is in the past year, Inigo, okay? And mine was close. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, mine was mine was not as close. It was thirteen years ago, but fourteen years ago. But we'll, we'll not talk about that. Uh, my achievement is called Sugar Rush, and it's from uh, Goosebumps: Dead of Night, which at one stage I don't know if you guys knew this. For like the first week it was put up, it was a sh- it was classified as a shoot 'em up. Did you guys, I did not did, know that. Did you guys? Did you guys never saw that? No. Uh, no a bunch of pe- a bunch of people that. voted on it. I don't know if they were memeing it out. I don't know if there was a whole thing, an inside joke. But yeah, uh, Goosebumps Dead of Night was uh, for for about a week or ne- nearly two weeks. It was classified as a shoot 'em up, even though it's basically just one of those puzzle visual novel sort of. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. That was it. Was very interesting to see that sort of stuff, and uh, I liked. Oh my god! I just saw your team gulp in the chat. Oh my I god! I just said it. That is. It's a freaking thermos, man. That's an actual container for diesel. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that is. It is three point eight liters in that. 3.8 that's a gallon. Liters. That's insane. That's a gallon, right? That's a gallon. I think. I think four liters is. in a gallon. Yeah. Four gallons or four liters in a gallon, I believe. That's so dumb. Um, you go ahead and get a gallon of a drink. Oh, well. Yeah, gal- I'm sorry. Gal- I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. no, this achievement is for being killed by the gummy bears in Goosebumps. No, <laughs> oh, that's appropriate. I know. That is appropriate. I, you, you nailed this with your, yeah, your second yeah, choice. Yeah. You did. You you have redeemed yourself. I have friend. redeemed myself, and that's why I find it funny. <laughs> but no, All right. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this game's fun. It's uh, it's. I, I classified as one of them, you know them like a puzzle games where you're like a, almost half walking sim, half like Slender Man, you know, where mm-hmm. it, there's something in the house and you have to hide from it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Genuinely fun game. Uh, all of the Goosebumps monsters come out of the book, you know, the mummy, the, the, the jelly or the goo, whatever it was called. I can't remember the dummy slappy, you know, all that stuff and all. It's really cool. And the, Gummies are probably the worst thing about this game because they steal your collectibles off you. Oh no! Yeah, it is one of the worst things I've ever seen in a video game. So if you have loads of collectibles and the gummies run into you, they tell you which one. Do they tell you which ones they steal? Nope. And then you have to find the gummy bears who run around the house. Their AI pathing is ridiculous. Uh, 
Very annoying. Um, there is a way to sort of counteract it, but you have to sort of know how to counteract it. But no, it's fun. But again, this is this is going to come back to the whole thing with uh, Ireland being Americanized, especially with food and snacks. Um, yeah. So when I was younger, or at least when you know, even all my friends and stuff were younger or whatever, uh, we didn't really have like a high sugar intake snacks or like candies or like stuff like that. It wasn't, it wasn't like a big thing for us. Um, even our like school dinners and stuff like that was, were generally healthy or as, as healthy as, you know, school dinners could be. So, so you didn't mm-hmm. have, you didn't have the cardboard with uh, shredded cheese on top. No, <laughs> the pizza, the pizza. I've, I've seen those American memes and I'm really glad that sometimes I didn't grow up in an American school system. And it's specifically because of the food, but uh, right. oh yeah, yeah no. I think uh, I think once we started get, sort of getting Americanized a little bit, like uh, we started getting like you know like Reese's pieces and like uh, Hershey stuff and the Mountain Dew, like I said earlier, and you know just all that sort of stuff. Uh, I was around about ooh, I want to say I was around about fifteen, sixteen. Um, so this and is I was two years ago. Uh, according to a high though then it's a couple of months ago you know but uh no i mean like it was a it's it was generally weird to see to see our like snack system if you want to put it like that get like like sort of like espionaged by americans basically you know it it was interesting to see and it 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 happened gradually but at the same time it happened all at once you know, it's it's that uh-huh. it's that sort of thing. You know, where you, you you sort of see it coming a little bit, and yeah. then it happens all at once. And it, it was interesting to see because, like, I was a skinny kid, and then once I hit like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and I was like getting my my first job and my own like income, my own disposable income, mm. and then that Americanized stuff came in, like Oreos, Mountain Dew, mm. Reese's Pieces, all that stuff. And I was <laughs> oh like, god. oh my god, this stuff is gorgeous. We, we did this. We did this to you. Yeah, you guys literally ruined our obesity rates, and it took you less than ten years. <laughs> less than ten that's years. That's yeah, what we're good that's for. Right. We're you a know? bunch yeah. of we're a bunch of dudes working out on farms, fishing. You know, we're just, yeah. we're just we're just hanging out, having fun, just being Irish lads, <laughs> drinking Guinness. That's where we get our carbs and iron from. Is pints. Yeah. Nope. Now, now you're chasing it with gummy bears. Y'all, yeah. y'all ruined that. You were like, here's a here's a kilogram bag of gummy no. bears and seven thousand Oreos <laughs> in a box. Have fun. Now, yeah. I do have a question about the Goosebumps game. Okay, not to change gears too much here, but is the game scary? In a this game is really bad way, scary. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it? it am I thinking of the? What's that? Is this the one that's like where you click on stuff and then you no, have to like? That's the first one. Oh, this okay, is the one okay. where you're walking around. You're physically moving your character. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I didn't play that, which one. is a little bit more fun because the first one—it's the first one for all intents and purposes—is a graphic novel. You know, it's yeah. it okay. is. But the second one is no. You're moving around the house, the 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 lab. You're moving around your area with your 3D character. It is a fun game. It's not scary. It's not. Well, I'm wondering if we could use it as a twofold if it scares somebody enough, you know. Do not say VCCW. What's that? Oh, you're not going to say it. That's all right. No. But is this hmm? could this could this scare somebody enough to not want to touch gummy bears again? Oh yes. Could we use oh, this God, as yes. a cure yes. for obesity. Oh, I see where you're going with yes. this. Yeah. 
So yes, if I mean, you want to know why? Killed by gummy game, bears, yeah, for sure. Oh, will, yeah. this, will they be so scared of gummy bears that they'll just <clears throat> keep their, their, their fat fingers off the gummy bears? Oh, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And just stop consuming them altogether so we can actually use fat it in gamers. a positive way. Yes, fat gamers okay. will be scared because they gummy bears specifically steal collectibles, and that is not something we want. Okay. That is true. So this could be the, the, the gummy bears are the cause of the problem. The game could be the solution to the problem. <laughs> you're saying you're saying it's the antithesis of like a yes. don't don't touch gummy bears? Yes. We're, we're oh, just gonna that's... scare scare the hell out of everybody from uh, touching now, a gummy bear. Now unfortunately, <clears throat> might I interject that uh you know, they uh they decided that they would take the gummy bear and bastardize it and they would make it into every shape possible. I think they have gummy worms, gummy they have worms, gummies, yeah. it's everything. Can't, no, can't, I, I, can't you guys in America buy like a five kilogram gummy worm or something? <laughs> like it's something insane. Probably, yeah, like, like giant I think tape you can buy them in five, yeah. five, five gallon buckets of gummy bears if you really want yeah. to. I'm pretty I sure they got the I was looking at the nutritional because when I was thinking of uh, gummy bears, I always think of the, I don't know how you say it, Haribo, Haribo. Her- Her- Haribos. Yeah. yeah. And so I looked up the uh, the it nutritional has a very information now, or the lack of nutritional in them. <laughs> the lack <Actually>. of nutritional, <laughs> the lack of nutritional facts in them, which is uh, twenty three grams of carbs uh, per serving. They they classify a serving as thirteen gummy bears. So each one of those has about a carb and a half in them uh, for your eating pleasure. What is this ingredient? I don't. I haven't seen this that's, ingredient. That's the ingredient a month. There is a very interesting ingredient in, in gummy products. I mean, I knew gelatin was in there. Uh, uh, isn't that a beeswax? Isn't that a horse? A lot beeswax. of them contain carnauba wax. It, it, isn't gelatin made out of horse, though? Oh, I see there. Uh, carnauba wax. Yep. I see it in there. Huh. I had no idea. Yep. See, even being fat, I still read ingredient labels. <laughs> I do I do Why? Actually... What's the point? You've already reached fat fat systemness. What is So what? well like they get so greasy that they can wax their car with their their greasy palms. That's in, right. You know, so. Get out there and work those carbs off. Oh <laughs> <You> no. <laughs> now I'm just picturing like some child washing a car with a giant five kilogram gummy worm. <laughs> they just wax the wipe car their with belly. It. Yeah. Wipe their belly on it, man. Yeah. Oh, that's way worse. It's <laughs> 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 derailing so quick. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Well, save us, Inigo. What we got? What, number two. Why did man? you ask us to on Elroy? <laughs> yeah, Inigo, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so obviously we got a problem here. Okay, we've got a country. <laughs> okay, <Point of> one. <laughs> yes, we got a country full of fat people. Especially a country full of fat kids, okay? And yeah. we got to stop oh, yeah. it, all right? It's, well, but this mm. month, we, we, we're raising awareness. We we're are. solving this problem. Yes. The, I am here with the solution to the problem, okay? Oh, all right. okay. All right? All so right. All right. My, my number two achievement is next time, make friends with salad. Achievement. <laughs> oh, there we are. All right. So now this is almost within the year time period. It's it was very close. Okay, but this is a very obscure game. 2014. Sh- sure. No, this was 2020. Okay. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that nobody's ever spoken about this game. Okay. But the the X message of this achievement is is right there. Make friends with salad. We should all make friends with salad. Let's embrace it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with salad. And you don't have to put 900 pounds of ranch dressing on it, okay? 
That's not the point of this. <laughs> Lay off the ranch sure dressing. Do. What okay? the hell is ranch dressing? Oh, oh my, my goodness, you don't know ranch dressing. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's how people justify eating salads. <laughs> it's still yeah, not they just oh, throw a bunch okay. of fatty, uh, fatty ranch on yeah, there you and, just, uh, full of bad oils. Ooh, I think it doesn't even sound nice. Ranch dressing? No, no, I don't like yeah. that. I don't like the sound of that. It's it, it, it's it's pretty awful, okay? Uh, <laughs> it's not pretty awful, man. It's, well, no, uh, it tastes good, but it's the way yeah. people use it. It, it, it. it really is. Oh, like just, overkill almost? You can, yeah. You can make your own out of it. You just basically use some, uh, you know, better ingredients, but basically mayonnaise, sour cream, and some uh, chives are kind of the main, and parsley yeah. are kind of the main. Everything that you said annoys me. When and dill weed. <laughs> like everything there. You're like, sour, yeah, sour cream, chives, that's ah, all good. Mayonnaise, that's ah, fine. Well, actually, Elroy, when I make burgers at the house, what I do is I, I get a package of the dry ranch mix, okay? Oh, nice. And you mix okay. it in with the hamburger meat and pop open a can of beer, and, and you mix uh-huh. all, all three of it together, and you've got, it, it, it makes a fantastic burger, okay? Very simple. Like I said, package of ranch dressing, the, the dry ranch yeah. mix that you get at the grocery store. Uh, a can of beer, throw your hamburger meat in there, mix it all up, make you a couple hamburger patties, have have yourself a good evening. Nice. So everybody's so, welcome for that one. But anyways, let's get back it, to the salad that we're that well. We just want. for North, give North a better idea of what this is like a very fat laden uh, thing. Not that fat's necessarily that bad for you. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some, some fats are, but uh, they, this one is uh, two tablespoons is the serving size, and this one, this is Hidden Valley is kind of the the, I don't know the most well known, I guess, yeah. but uh, fourteen grams of fat per two tablespoons. So uh, that adds up because most people just squirt half a bottle on their salad. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> Elroy is not wrong. They yeah, none, none, of, none of the sun's nice to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the devil. Ranch is the devil. Okay, uh, so so when we make friends with salad, we forget the ranch. Okay, so that's the whole point of this achievement. We're gonna make mm-hmm. friends with the salad. It mentions nothing about ranch. Just forget it even exists, okay? <laughs> and this is in the game in, in a game called Children of Zodiarchs. Alright. I'm not overly familiar with this game. Very low player base to it. This is a very obscure game, okay? So this achievement is for completing story mission six without reaching the exit. I wish oh, I could. Oh yes, yes, yes. I actually know I know about this game. I'm, Nothing. It's a. It's available on Windows. Yeah, it's, it's a roguelite, isn't it? Um, it's role actually, playing strategy. Role playing yes, strategy. Yes, it's. I think primarily a strategy, uh, role playing strategy, turn based. Yep. Uh, again, like you said, it's only got two hundred and six people have started it on TA oh, wow. with only nine that completions. Fo- so that four, that four rating, man. People liking it. Uh, apparently, the people are the game, man. And even love more, the game. more important. <laughs> Is I believe we have a member of our Discord server that has actually completed this game. So I'd like to actually hear their opinions on this. And that would be EOJ. EOJ has completed this game, so so good for him. I'd like to actually kind of if he if he wants to maybe pop out a few words and comments on this, and also feel free EOJ to to say why salads are good. Okay, because we should all be embracing the salad. I, I will uh, okay. I will jump in on this as well just to sort of hype up AOJ. Um, I will say this. AOJ is one of the guys in the Discord that's like me that uh, – or well, 
sort of like me. I, I, I like to There's do... nobody like you. I like you're special, but I mean, like, uh, he likes playing like weird and like obscure <laughs> yes. hard games. Yeah. Uh, and I've played a lot of them and completed a lot of them, like, uh, like Neon Chrome or like, um, uh, Nowhere Profit stuff I got there. And EOJ has actually been in my DMs a couple of times about specific games, asking me about like you know how to do stuff in like specific ways and all. And I remember after a while being like. I know this guy from somewhere when he was in the Discord, and I went and checked my DMs on TA afterward, and it was like, oh, he's the guy I was talking to about, like, Nowhere Profit and, like, Neon Abyss and mm-hmm. stuff like that there. So he plays a lot of them, like, really weird hard games. So it doesn't surprise me that he's finished this game, to be fair, because I'm pretty sure that that dude has, like, a million gamer score, but, like, a 2.1 or 2.2 ratio. Like, the guy's over 2, at least. Um, mm. He's an interesting gamer, because... Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to speak a little bit more. I, I added him as a friend on oh, TA, wow, yeah. and, and I've, a couple of games he's played, I, I've actually been turned on to, you know, because of him playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of opened up my eyes, and I like obscure games too, but I don't go to the levels maybe EOJ or Waka goes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, which those guys really love the deep cuts, so to say. Um, the, so, but this is obviously, like you said, the, a game I like ha- I like knowing those people because I'm able to see what they're working on stuff like that and and kind of catch something that I might have overlooked at some point oh yeah because it's interesting to see somebody play a game that you wouldn't have heard of yeah you know, some some indie title or whatever <laughs> and I, I will say like even in the past 24 hours I was looking up like maybe a couple of weird games that I'd never heard of that have been out for like four plus years maybe have maybe 10 completions and then I would say I clicked on three of those different games and I saw EOJ's name yeah in those completions like the guy the guy is interesting because he's just he's just like yo is this game got a really low player base is it dumb hard ah I'll probably do it let's go <laughs> right well children of zodiacs which are doing their part in making sure that we keep that childhood obesity down Let's yeah, make the friends that's... with the salad, folks, okay? I'm going to keep oh. stressing this. Okay, make but when you, were younger, when you were younger, would you have had a salad? When I was younger? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Would you now? Yeah, I love salads now. Okay. It's, actually, okay, yeah. it, it, it's probably one of my more favorite foods at this point. Oh, man. Nice little grilled chicken salad. Good to go. So are you yeah, saying I... that your like, taste buds changed over those years, like from whenever you were younger? or like? Yeah. Yeah. I would say oh, that. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Once you once you start eating well, like you, your whole taste change. Like uh, you don't even crave that crap. And yeah, okay, uh, Mister Skinny Ripped Fit Dude. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's you know you just get used to it, man. You don't get you're not addicted to sugar, man. I I have a Mm. salad waiting on for me in the fridge right now. Like every night we eat a salad. Like that's a like. It's good for you to eat a, yep. one salad a day. So, well, would you have had yeah, a lot of fatty it, stuff when you were younger, though, Elroy? I mean, fatty stuff. Yeah, man. I used to eat all that crap, man. I, I I've been uh, I've been clean for a decade now. So there you go. <laughs> that, that's you. it. That's it. Only ten years. Yeah, about that's ten in, years. That's is, interesting to see, like that you like decided only only ten years ago to just be like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm it done was with kind that. of a series of events. Um, it was a series of events in my my gateway to, well. My wife got walking pneumonia 
when we put in a hardwood floor and she was sick and then she just kept getting sicker and everything. And she's like, all right, we got to change something. And so then she kind of brought the nutrition part into it. Ah, and that okay. was about the same time that uh, P90X came out. And so I, I decided I'd try that. And so I tried P90X and I went That's through the, the whole program. high intensity workout, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was awesome. Like I, I loved it. Like the first week I thought I was going to die. Like uh, it's just, <laughs> but I, I'm serious, man. It was kicking my butt. Like, and, and it's, what's crazy is though, like after you go through it, like, you get better and stronger like just by doing it like you just get better each time and so when i first started i look at my numbers when i first started and then i look at my numbers like you know years later i'm just like oh my gosh like i can't believe that you know how much how far i came like i'm oh, doing yeah, like yeah. five times five times what i used to do and so yeah i mean but i've been doing it for about a decade i mean it's uh it's, you just have to commit to it that's all so it's no there's no secret just eat healthy and exercise that's it so see i think i, I think i could eat healthy don't i don't think i could do the workout your vitamins too yeah if you yeah if you if you eat salad every day you're getting a lot of the natural yes stuff, yeah and the nutrition and all that so well if i eat salad a, tomorrow can i put a little ranch dressing on it no oh man two tablespoons that's it yeah two tablespoons i'm a i'm a i'm a, I'm a, I'm a dip that salad in martin dude baby <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! You should see these people putting this ranch on their salads, man. It's We're so supposed bad. to be stopping obesity and, more importantly, childhood obesity. And you're over yes. here talking about dipping your salad in Mountain Dew. You hey, are hey, unfit. It is to be too lit for me. For it cause, is too okay? lit for me. Unfit. He is a cautionary tale, is what he yes. is. Yeah, I am a cautionary tale. I'm a I'm a fat gamer boy dipping my salad in Mountain Dew. Kids, don't do what I do. All right. Hold on, I'd just like to take this time to say that the views of Ultranoth do not necessarily ref reflect the views and opinions of the age 101 and the, and the purpose of lessening childhood obesity, okay? Eat your, and, eat your meat and, raw and throw your salad inside, boys. Let's do it. And I'd like to say that the uh, the pics of uh, both... Uh, Noth and Anigo do not necessarily reflect the intention of this segment <laughs> uh, on AH101. <laughs> so, speaking of which, I do have a number one for you here. Let's so, go, uh, let's go. All right, number one. And it is no other than Cucumber Free <laughs> from Scourgebringer. So, Scourgebringer, that is uh, that little game... Uh, that uh, you can get a lot of TA in, but uh, you make the world cucumber-free. That's the description for uh, the uh, the achievement. And so one would impl you know, think that that means consume some cucumbers, but you get this one for buying a cucumber from the shop. So it's there's a store in the game, and you walk up to it, and you buy a cucumber. It doesn't do a thing. It You just buy it. And you feel better about buying a cucumber. Um, it kind of helps you justify feeling like a piece of trash for cheating on the entire game by using the assist mode. I'm starting to sweat here now. Yeah, <laughs> who's yeah, uh, you know, who's one of the only people on the Discord to complete it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with getting an obscene amount of TA for using a mode designed for those with disabilities. I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, all right boys, and, I'm, I'm ahead. I'm ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, soon all these uh, fat children will join those. Uh, th those. This mode will be designed for them as they walk, you know, scoot around their supermarket in their little carts and such. And they'll probably scoot right by the cucumbers. But I chose the, <laughs> the cucumber. Do they? Uh, now I got to ask. Do they have those little motorized carts that people 
ride in that have baskets on them that they just ride. It's like a motorized wheelchair. Uh, they, yeah. well, over here, yeah, they do, yeah. but they're specific. Okay, they're just... specifically used for people with disabilities. They're not used for fat people. Oh, oh no, yeah. you only see fat <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. It's like a anytime I yeah. see like you know those like uh you know those weird like uh, NYPD uh, dash cam videos or whatever blah, blah blah. You always see like some little old fat lady in the background in one of those scooters yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. All the yeah. time, they're they're everywhere. That's what they. But that's over they here, do, it's man. like I I literally cannot walk. I cannot use my legs. Okay, here's a scooter. But over in America, it's like yeah. I just I'm flat. I can't walk. I, yeah, here's a scooter. <laughs> that's it, that's exactly what yeah. they're used for. Yeah. I, have, I don't think in Elroy. Correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever been in a store and seen somebody elderly or you know any type of whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's usually like it's usually, usually a very large woman man it that's usually what i'm saying it's a very large woman not <laughs> not very, very large, large man, man. <laughs> oh my yep, god that, that's it that, uh, this is going to be a little tangent here elroy but have you <laughs> oh, that's have, your... have you seen mobility mary is that the mobility mary sounds familiar it's the little no? little fat angry woman on youtube who like uploads her videos from her like gopro where she's just like <laughs> shouting at people in the street to get out of her way and stuff and she's gonna oh, bring the cops no. on them she is my favorite <laughs> she's my favorite content creator from america oh i'll have to check her out yeah it sounds like the well, sounds like the chick from uh, set pretty high <laughs> yeah <laughs> Kind of sounds like the chick from uh, Dead Rising Three that uh, attacks you and throws. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. She was featured on the very first uh, Obesity Awareness uh, VSS segment. So there you go. She so, was. Yes, that that achievement related to her was on the very first. Oh, one, damn. So okay, that's an interesting yeah. segue. Yeah, a little fun. You know, yep. fun fact. So, so let me tell you about some cucumbers. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I chose the cucumber because, uh, or the cucumber free achievement. Because uh, what a glorious message it is for these little pudgy children to get an achievement for buying a cucumber. So you can lead a fat kid to a cucumber, but can you make him eat? (laughs) No, of course not. But it's worth a shot. Probably the closest one of these little porkers will ever get to a cucumber is eating one of those like deep fried ones at the latest fried delicacy at the local fried item and livestock <laughs> show, which is also known as you know the county fair. I don't know if they'll have those over there, but they have these county fairs where they just fry everything. They just fry everything. Fry they everything. even have fried salad. Fried salad even. Oh, damn. Yep. And now, now, I'm, now I'm signing up for that. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, they fry everything. So in any case, we bathe these little fatties with participation awards. But where's the participation award for making a healthy choice? Well, we just got one. Buy a virtual cucumber, and perhaps that will translate into even more than just a virtual excellent dietary choice. Perhaps it will encourage these little heavyweights to ask their parents to not just move through the vegetable department of the local grocery store as briskly as possible, avoiding eye contact with any of the items contained therein, but rather to actually load up the entire basket with those nutritious, those nutritious, Ooh, all nutrient so close, laden, so close. nutritious, nutrient laden vegetables <laughs> that your body needs. Now, then again, they might spend just the ten dollars on a bottle of vitamins and chase them down with twenty dollars of those big gulps that we talked about earlier. Now, they help cleanse the healthy aftertaste from the ballot. So there you go. Uh, Regardless, thank you to Scourgebringer for bringing cucumbers as a part of the young ones' lives again, and more than just a substitute for an eggplant emoji on their phone as they get their <laughs> only excuse of moving their fingers on an electric 
electronic display of ticky tock. So there you go. I'm sorry, yeah. that one got me. Yeah. That one got me. <laughs> so yeah. Did you notice that uh, quite a lot of people from our Discord have completed that? There's yeah. there's there's yeah. a low number of completions on that game, but there is there is. It was one of the uh, 25 games that everyone played for the last G test. Yeah. Ah, because I was just yeah. looking through it. And I see Framehole, I see Mario, yeah. me, Redemption, yeah. Well, Amigo. Yeah, you have the uh, the assist mode, so everyone's just playing with the assist whoa, mode. Whoa, 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 whoa. Of it. <laughs> are you trying to say? <laughs> are you trying to say that we only play difficult video games that have assist mode on it? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, or, or cheese methods? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, smarter, not harder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, work smarter, not harder might be my favorite term yeah. for video games. That's that's yeah. it. it. I'll tell you right now. Hey, if you did that legit and didn't turn on in Sysmo, that's great and good for you, and I'll be very proud of you. Hey. I did the same thing in probably <laughs> half the time. Well, well there's, I always, I've always subscribed to the there are no asterisks for trying. So you don't get like a little asterisk next to okay, it, okay. next to uh, next to your pop for uh, doing it the right way. That's you got right. it just like the person that didn't. So there you go. But if it makes you feel better, do it the way you want to do it. So there you are. <laughs> make, make those healthy choices while doing it. Oh, That's yeah. the right. important thing. Okay. Eat the pizza of veggies. Yeah. Don't be eating pizza eat while you're doing that assist mode. That's right. Eat salad. Keep pizza rolls down. Keep them. But keep with, them only two, with only okay. two tablespoons of ranch and no more. No more That's than it. two tablespoons of ranch. Oh, wait, was it teaspoons? Oh, God, we might be giving bad information. Was it tablespoon or teaspoon? No, it's tablespoon. Oh, it's yeah. tablespoon. Okay. Ooh, okay. We don't, Ooh. We don't need to be That's issuing close. fake news here. If there's one person here that's going to be able to deliver fake news and believe in it themselves, it's going to be me. Oh. Hey, there you go. It was teaspoons. <laughs> it was teaspoons? <laughs> no, it was tablespoons. Oh, it's God, tablespoons. don't do that to me, dude. <laughs> <It's still tablespoons. laughs> it didn't change. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Well, I think we've gone long enough. Uh, we've been all over the board, but I think that we did a good job of uh, combating the uh, the uh, childhood well, obesity. I think well. we raised some awareness today. I mean, as long as we don't end up the size of me or an ego, I think we're good. <laughs> That's right. Like like Elroy said earlier, we're the cautionary tales. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And once you get a million, once you get a million gamer score, you're going to end up with like one of two people: me and Matt, me and Anigo here, or Elroy, who is like That's a right. skinny, fit, ripped dude. Or you're going to end up like me and big old Anigo here. <laughs> one, uh, nothing in between. Nothing in between, That's dude. It. Nothing in between. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Well, thank you, gentlemen, uh, for joining me. And uh, I, I, well, well, maybe next year. I don't know. Start next start year. Collecting yeah, those we're gonna be yeah. on the, we're gonna be Ho- doing this next month. Ho- hopefully, if we didn't make you mad enough uh, by, uh, by screwing well, everything, you time. you made him mad. You made oh, him yeah. mad. Whoa! <laughs> I made myself yeah. mad. Okay, I'm not going. Hey, to be fair, I to be fair, I I had that, go scroll the- Yeah, I had that achievement in the list from 16 years ago, and then whenever he was like, "Oh yeah, from the past year," I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm glad Anigo's trying yeah. to call a timeline here. Yeah. Y'all, y'all just go to that chat and just scroll up all the way to the top when I was telling you all about the segment. Elroy, sure it does that sound like there. either of us. <laughs> you're you're the smart dad here. Me and Anigo are just going with the flow. The thing is, is now everybody that listens to this is going to get to realize exactly how irresponsible myself and Noth are. Okay? Yep. And I, I, I'm totally The answer is very. 
I'm embarrassed, but I'm not ashamed. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, I'm ashamed, but I'm not embarrassed. So that's interesting. <laughs> oh shoot! We'll do well, better. Speaking of the salad, man. Yeah, speaking. Of, I got that salad waiting for me in my fridge. So uh, I'm gonna go eat some salad, <laughs> that's right. man. Turn I ain't gonna put no ranch on it either. So no ranch. Ring, ring. Hello, yeah. Domino's. Yeah, you're my favorite pizza place. Come on over. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having us, Elroy. Uh, yeah, yeah having bro, thanks. Yeah. thanks. It was cool it. hanging out. It was cool hanging out. Just chatting. Yeah. Well. Well, uh, we're, we're, we'll do something before the uh, next uh, yearly, the fifth year, fifth edition of this. So, yeah. Oh, definitely. yeah. Even definitely. if I'm not invited to the next one, I'm going to crowbar my way in. Like, you have to understand <laughs> that now, right? You're gonna, your September's going to pop up on your calendar and you're going to be like, oh, damn. I'm going to be like, is Elroy doing a thing this time? I've got to go. Oh, wait. I don't think I was doing that. Guys, I got to go. I got a podcast to go to. Oh, me. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Hello, I'm Walker Pale, and I recently picked up Clumsy Rush for 250 and I have some bad and some worse news for you if you did the same. The bad news is that you overpaid. The worst news is that the game has some glitchy achievements. Not having very much gaming time at the moment, but still wanting some quick score, I booted up Clumsy Rush, an alleged 0-1 to one hour completion, which ended up being most of my playtime this week. Not by choice, as the up to 4 player party game featuring hippos walking on just their hind legs has some issues unlocking a few achievements. The game opens up with a tutorial teaching you how to walk by pressing right trigger to move your right foot alternating with left trigger to move your left foot. Your movements has a bit of an arc to it which makes moving in a straight line rather troublesome. There's also a dash move you can use by pressing the A button. Unless you want to torture yourself with some extremely awkward movement, the first thing you should do is go to the options and change the control scheme to only use the left stick for movement. More or less completely invalidating what is unique about the game, trivializing movement, making the gameplay extremely bland. The objective of the game is to race to a finish line carrying a crown, which you have to pick up or steal from other players by dashing into them. There's an achievement called Are We Having Fun, which made this supposed 0 to 1 hour completion take close to 4 hours to finish. The unlock criteria are not certain, but I believe it unlocks by playing together with at least a second controller for 20 minutes. You might wonder, if you have to play for 20 minutes, how come it t- took me closer to 4 hours for it to unlock? I wish I knew, but I believe the timer stops and never starts again if a controller idles for too long. In my case, I had to delete my save file from the console and cloud twice before it unlocked. I started playing Clumsy Rush with my 4 year old and it kept her attention for maybe 10 minutes before it bored her, even less time for me. In other words, don't play this game with anyone else unless they can stand 20 minutes of it or are fine with you using both controllers at once, once they've had enough, which very likely will be long before playing for 20 minutes. In my case, we stopped playing and I decided to wrap it up myself in the evening, which turned into 4 days of cursing the game. 
Most achievements unlock within the first hour, but there is one achievement which might not unlock properly unlocked by jumping out of a Christmas tree. There's another achievement for playing with all 27 costumes, which is semi-luck based. Unless you choose a costume, you will use a random one each race, making you eventually wear all 27 costumes just by playing the game. You have to keep track of the ones you've used or not, or you can just replay the shortest race over and over again until the achievement unlocks, if it hasn't by the time you've unlocked the rest of the achievements. Armed with the knowledge of having to keep both controllers active might be a rather unenjoyable one hour completion worth 12 achievements, 1000 game score and 1100 TA. Or you might end up suffering way longer, or end up with an unfinished 1.1 ratio game on your tag. Either way, don't pay 10 bucks for Clumsy Rush. Do not pay 5. Even at 250, I'm not sure it is worth the effort. I know I hated my time with it. Have a nice day everyone!